I do. <laughs> let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that, and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that, and now we do it like this. Right. Through the underground world, every street and burrow. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. How's it going? What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. There's no way there was a new patron this week. We are live and direct, and we got new Patreon. No, we don't, really. Yeah, well, hell yeah, we do. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, big shout out to Tata. Oh, yes. Yeah, shout out Tata. Tata, 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 Shout out to you. That's a name I cannot, unless it's Tay-Tay. Which is even better. Tay-Tay. But shout out to all the Patreons, old and past. Welcome back to the show. Join the Patreon. Like and subscribe. Smash that smash button. Uh, leave a comment, all that stuff. There's no smash button. Follow me on Instagram. There should be a smash button. Smash the smash button. Kamar, how was your week? Oh, great week. Um, I, you guys have seen American Psycho before? Yes. I had never seen it. What? And I watched it. With Christian Bale. With Christian Bale. Wow. I saw it so many years ago. What an ago. uncultured all re- piece of shit. All I know. remember is him killing the chick and the business cards. It has a um, fight club vibe to it. Yep. Uh, directed by a woman, which I did, thought was interesting. I did not know that. And uh, anyways, I watched it. I had nightmares. Nightmares? Wow. Well, I just had scary. You know, a scary dream is like it's a, it's a relief when you wake up. Whereas a dream is sort of like it's a, a loss when you wake up. How does the movie end? Do you remember? It, the movie ends Spoiler. with him like trying to convince everyone he's killed all these people. And everyone being like, we do not know what you're talking about. Hmm. Um, long story short. Short story long. I'm glad you asked because I didn't remember either. And I did. No, um, just because the book ends with like, uh, this is not an exit, I think. A, a Apparently the book is way better. The book is very good. The movie is very good. Though. The movie is like, very it's good. A very good movie. Um, and I did a set and I did a joke on, uh, you know, background. Uh, Hockey Canada has had a big history of uh, rape, rape, and uh, all these settlements that they raised money to quiet after the, the innumerous scandals. So I said the and as you know, Canada just won woo 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 the uh, world hockey world junior hockey tournament. So I said the world junior hockey hockey tournament's on right now. The coach says he wants to work on limiting uh, turnovers and unconsensual gangbangs. <laughs> it was, I like it. That was like sort of my um, what's it called? Uh, Bill Hicks, sort of. You know, like, <laughs> not, not Bill Hicks. I, I wanted to, but pre a preachy sort of. It's not a joke, but it's true, but it's like, and it, it got a lot of, ooh, oh, ew's. and that was just fun to, you know, know I'm going to say it, and then to see the response, whereas stuff you say that always is funny, you don't know what you're going to get, and that was really Kamar's exciting. not even going for laughs anymore. <laughs> no, no, it's like, a, I'm doing it subconsciously, but uh, bearing them to bring them back up again, or myself 
for that matter. Knowing I'm going to say something funny after that, no matter what happens. So you win the back. Why do people get so sensitive? I don't know. And why do you think you're losing them to the Hockey Canada rape joke? Like, they rape people. We saw it. It's on the news. It's uh, I, No, it's just pushing people's buttons, mm-hmm. saying, saying stuff that they don't want to hear or whatever. It's like um, Drake Batherson plays for us, and I guess he's kind of entailed in, or entwined in that whole, not named, but I always call him Rape Batherson. My wife doesn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> hey, do the crime. Wear the fucking nickname. Again, I don't know if he did the crime. That's my whole point. I just... Well, when they won, I was saying to my buddies, I was like, some girls in Halifax that got to watch out tonight. Oh, I'm, I'm sure they were not allowed to go near girls or... There are so many puck bunnies in the crowd. Like, I guess they stayed on a long time after they were saying the the team doesn't usually hang out on the ice so long, but because... They were in Canada and blah, blah, blah. And they also knew they were like, we can keep them behind glass so they can't <laughs> like do animals. it. There's just dicks hitting the wall. It was like 45 <laughs> minutes. It's so just... crazy. I don't know if it's telling that everything has a bunny. Like even that guy last week was saying how pool, like snooker sluts or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them. Everything. Puck bun- like there's Every subculture has some girls who want to fuck those guys. <laughs> ah, it's crazy. Dude, I remember well, bumping- nothing is more. Is I'm sorry, Matt. Is it in this episode where they talk about the fucking... Um, uh, uh, not gigolos. The this uh, week, yeah, this week where they talked about the insane clown posse people. No, that was that was two weeks. ago. That was two weeks ago. Well, there you go. Like there are women who, I mean, they dress up in like bowling. They're too. gutter sluts for sure. Okay, that, that, I, I really believe that bowling doesn't have them. But go on, <laughs> everyone has. I'm, I'm I'm just shooting out there. What I can't believe dude. that there are pool ones. Snooker. What did he call them? Snooker sluts. I I coined. That oh, myself. you coined that. I, I wasn't let's get over you. Billiards booty. Yeah. Well, I was never surprised by it, but I was surprised by the quality. Like, dude, I saw like really hot girls be like, oh, I love skater guys. And I'd be like, no way. Like, Skate I mean, like, buddies? yeah, like, ho- but I'm, I oh, mean, hockey buddies. I don't mean, no, no, skating, like yes, skateboarding. Yes. I don't mean either. I'm talking like girls that you wouldn't think. The ones would, who aren't skateboarding who are just fucking. This is what I mean. I'm, and I'm talking about like they're not wearing skate shoes. Nothing about them says like, yeah, I, that's... and I would, I, yeah, I was always like, it's, holy it's fuck. just a weird thing. Yeah. What we're attracted to. I mean, women are you. You're, you're attracted to a lot of skaters. I don't think so. I don't. I, I I think it's a it's a more of a female trait. Is it there? Are, you don't think there are men who no. like? I'm, I'm trying porn to think stars, what I. It's the same thing. What, porn I, stars is different. They're getting naked for a living, so of course you're drawn okay, to that. Forget. The point is, is like you. I doubt you, Simon, have, as a man, have ever been like, oh man, I really like girls in this field of work. Or it'd be in this volleyball, hobby. maybe like, volleyball or something. Volleyball, but it's because of the shorts players. and the jumping yeah, around. Yeah, like, yeah. no, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm here. trying to think if there's a, it's a girl thing. I'll put it to, to like, this way. Adore thing and like, I believe that anytime you might like tennis is a good example. You might be like, oh man, I'm really into tennis players. It's probably because they grunt and run around in little skirts and other asses. You know what I mean? Like it, it still boils down to no, sex. no. Simon's a racket hound. <laughs> Simon probably is a racket Stupidest hound. Stupidest name ever. <laughs> well, that's what a, a guy who likes to fuck. Tennis right. I, I gotcha. I gotcha. What are the um, ball girls? Obviously, yeah, oh, that's, it writes <laughs> itself. Yeah. Uh, so that was my week, you know, <coughs> watching movies and uh, and uh, YouTube. Simon, how was your week? Well, my week was pretty blase. Uh, not a lot going on. Car broke down again. Uh, I watched The Northman. Wasn't that? It's kind of boring. I don't know. Did you see that? No, no. It's a Viking movie. <coughs> You've had that car for a long time. Oh, a pl- platform. I've had that car since 2013. It's the longest yeah. I've ever owned a car. That car is sort of a Viking car. 
Volvo. The Volvo, yeah. Swedish bike. Yeah. I don't want to kill too much Viking stuff because I have it for some of our throwbacks. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, they're finding out all sorts of new things about how long Vikings, even longer than they thought in Canada. I guess it was a pretty important. Um, shouldn't we moving forward just for them? Shouldn't we moving forward anytime they tell us something, add like a hundred years to it, two hundred years? You know what I mean? It seems like everything. Probably a couple of thousand. It seems like rate. everything at this rate is like, oh, it's older than we thought. It's what you know. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. We they are off on everything, but that's because they just like uh, a, a guy guesses. would dig. They'd make up a number five thousand years. And that's just it. You know what I mean? That has now become the norm. And anything against that norm is will require like writing new textbooks and spending money. And <laughs> the textbooks thing is so weird in this day and age. It's so weird. Like, and yet need... they hardly ever make new textbooks, Mac. Like when no, you don't look, need textbooks, you just be the oh, physical we don't copy. Need, we don't need them. Yeah. yeah that's what yeah. I'm saying. In this, like in our day, Kate, when we were young, textbooks was the only option. So you're right, printing them every five years. Would have been very expensive with the internet. They still use textbooks in school, believe it or not. That's my point. Because yeah. that's a very archaic, odd thing for me. Like, especially the idea, like, oh, take this textbook home with you. Well, I now, have pounds now, of textbooks I carried around. Now me, that we know saying. what we know, they do that so they can keep the myth going. Program. Keep, keep their storyline going. And if they can always say, look, textbook is always right and the internet can be wrong then they don't have to worry about people coming back and saying, you know, students saying, hey, what about 20,000 years ago? And they're like, well, is it in the textbook? I mean, in their defense, as someone who hosts a trivia night, the internet is very wrong often. Textbook, TV, programming. It's very wrong often (laughs) if you don't actually do your due diligence. You need a textbook for the text. Simon, I I triple check every question. Now, when I say triple check, I'm not going to spend my life I'd look for three websites that back up what I'm saying, and then I say, okay, I move on. I can't tell you how often still someone comes up. And it's not like they're right and I'm wrong. It's like there's a gray area. Like one I had the other day was, what was the first fully retractable roof in Major League Baseball? The Sky Dome. So that is what the MLB website says. That is the answer I had written down. This guy pulled up that the big O had a retractable oh, roof. It's not retractable, snap. though. It is, it's it a, it, No, it, it opens. Is. It pulls open. That's a different thing. It's an umbrella, yeah. Retractable means it goes into itself. Ah, so that's the argument not? I should have had with it. Well, either way. I, I might be wrong. I'm going to look that up right either now. Either way, the point was. It is. It is. He, it is. The he, big O. Canada. Oh, Canada. <laughs> well, but he said. Well, we're, we hold have on. to. We're in the winter. What Sorry, he said to ahead. me that was very interesting. He was like, they built it, but it never worked. I think they may have done it once. It so did. Was, they did do it And it looks stupid. So and then everyone realized they fucked up so bad. <laughs> that costs how much? Able to be drawn back or back in. So that's interesting. Wow. Able to be withdrawn. So maybe that maybe that is right. Then. That sounds like a fully retractable. That can word, be then. pulled back or in. Yeah, no, pulled back. That's what you they You could did. modify the question to which country had the first retractable stadium roof. Then we win. Yeah. Canada. But then covered. it's too easy. There's two countries that play baseballs. Like wow. at, did you say baseballs? <laughs> no, did I? Sorry, I don't know. Well, there's re- there's a retractable roofs in footballs too. Now. I like playing hockey's, but that's just me. <laughs> He's been watching too much Letterkenny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that show's so bad. Well, my friend's on it. Well, good for him, but or her. He's making his monies from it. <laughs> I think you guys don't realize that's what acting is. Like a lot of, I think everyone in, that becomes an actor is like, I'm going to land a part on Sopranos. And I'm going to just, most of the time you're like, your agent sends you 
some terrible show that you would never watch. Not only that, sometimes you make all your money off like a Canadian Tire commercial. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's nothing. Come on, come on. Oh no, no! I, I, I'm. I was trying to think of an example. Yes, that is the well, best. Well, we we know a person who we know a person. Listen, I don't think you guys realize, but like a, a nationally syndicated commercial in the states, they pay you. It's crazy how it works. They pay you upfront for your day's work, and then every ten times it plays on air nationally, you get more money. So oh like, no, it's almost like winning the lottery. So if you're in like a base cell ad that runs for like six years nationally. You're making fucking bank. Anyway. The key is whatever. to be in a room when music musicians are doing something and putting out a Yeah, get your sentence. name on there somehow. Yeah. It's true. The Rick Rubin. <laughs> Advising one <laughs> yeah. little thing. You know, uh, the carpet in here kind of sucks. And then it's in the song and then you're, <coughs> yeah, you're off to the races. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you still have to be creative to produce yeah. something. You get an okay week, man. Uh, no, everyone starts. My my, uh, my two buddies now call me one off because I just can't I can't win. I'm always one off. New year, new you. No, same me. <laughs> yeah, I've been having a real problem. Like I've been trying 2023 best year ever, best year and ever. it's just been fighting me at every step, man. That's the resistance. <laughs> That's the resistance. That's the resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, We've been here before. Uh, come on, you want to run down the guest list? Uh, I'd love to. Uh, we start off the week with. Um, I mean, Joe's still on his victory lap. <laughs> tour uh, 1919 Brett Weinstein came back for some vindication followed by one we've been hoping for for a long time 1920 Dave Portnoy and then we finished off with uh, 1921 it's the end of the world as we know it Peter uh, Zibian he had a ponytail didn't he never trust a man with a ponytail so that's what my grandmother say, once this me. guy once this guy was going off I was like I don't second know. he turned his head and I saw that little tail I was like okay yeah grain of salt exactly uh, do we want to rate the week? I give this week a uh, a three and a half. Okay, I'm gonna match that, but I'm gonna it's with a it's with a small asterisk. Like there was a lot a lot more COVID talk than a three and a half week should get, but I'm still gonna do it. I give it a two and a half. Wow. But don't you feel vindicated by the seven hours of COVID talk? Um, you know, I don't want to hate anything or like it's it's um, if it was going in a direction that something's going to happen. It's not. No, I don't think it They're is. Just reg- and so it's just two guys stroking. Each there's nothing to dicks. win. There's nothing to lose. It's like um, we are here. Well, let's get it started because that's the first one. Sure. Uh, shall we uh, then do the other two? Well, we'll see how it goes. 1919 Brett Weinstein. Did I say that right? Weinstein? Weinstein. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but when you messaged me to say Portnoy was on, I went to... Um, and Weinstein was gone. And Weinstein was gone. So yeah. this this whole episode went out. I listened to it. And then it was deleted. I listened to it almost right away. Then it was deleted. Then it was reposted because of a part... If I was a better man, I'd have this down. But they read a tweet of one guy that was inaccurate. So Joe removed and, it. And, and Joe apologized and put out a tweet. <clears> what was the tweet? Because I don't, I want to know what version I heard. Uh, when If you did, did not I listen to the, the first 24 hours. version or the. Uh, you, I want to say something too for, for uh, just for like 
from my own point of view, I think a lot of people, like as someone who puts out a podcast every week, if if you see, and I realize that Joe has a lot of controversy and there's a lot of people that listen, if a, if an episode gets taken down and then put back up, people get go crazy. Don't. Often it's something very innocuous. I've done it before where like I've forgotten something or I've, you know, there's like something that I've noticed in it that's fucked up. Like I'll go back and it doesn't mean that like, so, that Kamar said something like there was not some conspiracy attached to it. It could be just a it could be a human tech, error. most of the time it's a technical issue where I realize like you know well don't uh, attribute to conspiracy which can be explained by human error. Yeah, and I mean this one, that's the thing too. Like you know people are like fucking Spotify took it down. No, it was Joe. Joe decided that he didn't want to put out something. This, this is what he wrote. Okay, I was informed last night that this tweet is fake. The show was already out, so we initially decided to post a notice saying we got tricked, then later thought it best to just delete it from the episode. My sincere apologies to everyone, especially the person who got hoaxed. What is the tweet? Do you have any idea? It's It, 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 play, it plays here 10 minutes, like um, nope. him reading about someone who died suddenly from the vaccines. Okay. Do you know what would have been smarter in my, this is just my personal opinion, if he had just left it in, and then edited in a small 30-second blurb of him saying, hey, I think guys. He, I think he said he did that initially. Okay. Because that just. Because, like, whatever. You got had. It happens. It was just inaccurate But who did he get had by, like. The internet. <laughs> I, I realize that. I'm saying, was it, what's his name? Who got it wrong? Did Joe decide to pull up the tweet? Like, I'm just trying to get I'm some. I'm sure Joe pulled it up. By the way, like some how doctors, many, I can't. It's uh, I, I should have done better research. I, I failed you. Thanks for exposing my shortcomings, Simon. Okay, right off the rip. You're I welcome. I watch a lot of European football. Um, how many people have fallen over and died? I don't. I don't know any. I think one. You think one? Well, that was what the article I remember reading is that one player. It happened right close to when COVID was happening. Okay. I'm just asking because they made it seem like every month a player in every league was dropping dead. And that like, and Listen, I was like, I'm not hearing about any of this. And I like, I follow uh, the sport. Look, caveat, let's caveat this episode. I feel like I got duped. Okay. So I'll say that right from the start. Sure. We've, but we've already had being this. put in the same position again. I would have taken the vaccine again. So I don't know what to do about that. We didn't have enough information. Just having a bunch of yahoos come out and say, we're right. And they're wrong. That's not good enough. You know what I mean? Um, sorry. So that's the caveat back to what you were saying. Um, what were you saying? My question was like Brett Weinstein, Weinstein and, uh, Joe made it seem as though oh, there was like, dying. there was like a healthy football player dropping it. Like if it's only that one, which I, I heard about myself, if it's only that one, I'm willing to give Joe the benefit of the doubt that he's actually an impartial guy. Okay. Yeah. We'll and that when that, he yeah. says, we were in an unmanageable situation and I don't hold anybody accountable for it. That's not the case with Weinstein, Stein, whatever his name is. He's a vindictive guy, obviously. He has an agenda going out there, obviously. And that's the problem, right? Even when he was coming on to dispute the um, mainstream agenda or whatever you want to call it, he never seemed trustworthy, not to me anyways. He always just seemed like a guy who was mad that somebody was disparaging him. 
you said earlier, Kamar, it's all about, uh, it's not necessarily what you have to say, it's how you say it. And I don't find that this guy says things in a way you think that- he was delivering as a victim? Well, it just doesn't give me like, f- I don't know, faith. Uh, I, I, he, he seems like he's so butthurt that he's been now compromised. Do you know what I mean? He can't think rationally because he had so many people telling him he was wrong. But I mean, that you have to be butthurt. Everyone has to be butthurt. Like everyone seems like they're butthurt. Uh, well, like, just for instance, Jordan Peterson thing seems like he's butthurt. Yeah, and like if you do, we okay. Let's talk about Jordan Peterson. And so they start at the beginning. He's been he's been told he's got to go for reprogramming, basically, to keep his license. And that's kind of crazy. He's in a he's in a position where it doesn't matter. Like, had he, had he somehow gotten all the notoriety, but just still been a professor, like they just had employed, he's made so much money off his writing and stuff, he can lose his license, it doesn't affect him. But When and if Canada does things like that, it makes us seem like we're in some sort of... Um, well, it gives Joe that... 1984. Di- um, yeah, that feel. And all I'm worried about is we've heard Joe disparage Canada before having all the wrong information... I just, they're so angry. People, they're so angry. I don't know if you're going to get the... Um, Peterson's so angry and Weinstein's so angry. All of these guys who feel like they were shouting from the rooftops the right thing as everybody else disparaged them are now so angry. I don't know if we're going to get the information that is the most true. If that makes Their sense. Their anger will make them it'll lie. Taint, it'll taint the way they tell the story. And then you, it doesn't matter what you're saying. It's how you say it. But Simon, let me just offer them. Let me extend an olive branch to them. First of all, they're human beings. So you're, you're a human. Like, let's say, you know, we've done 220 episodes. Let's say I spent every one of these 220 episodes calling you a fucking idiot. And dragging your name through the mud for believing in Bigfoot. Now, hold on. Hear me out. I mean, listen. Let's say we find, let's say episode 230, they find Bigfoot. I feel like you're going to walk in here with that Conor McGregor, like, you know what I mean? And I'm going to walk in here in a fucking gorilla suit. There's and, no doubt about it. And again, I wouldn't even hold it against you. Like, I don't, you know, I understand that side of it. Like, I can see why we look at them like they're they're intelligent um people who shouldn't have like these feelings these emotional outbursts they shouldn't have at the end of the day personal yeah at the end of the day like i can you know brett weinstein for example like he got thrown out of he was trying to teach kids and he got they were like fuck you you piece of shit and got rid of him and his wife's had to deal with it if they take away your ability as well to make money like in all facets because now he can't get hired anywhere even if you want to go quietly in the night be a professor somewhere so he has to make money so he's trying to make money on youtube i don't know he's being suppressed for being right i don't know what kind of a man he is you know what i mean brett weinstein i i just don't know i don't know enough about him i don't know him personally a guy like jordan peterson the fact that he's still even in well this is why he Right from the start, Jordan Peterson has, his whole thing has been to take an idea that may be possible and convince people that it's a problem right now. Sure. That's what he, his whole shtick has been right from the start. And he's doing it again right now. I'm sure he has to because he's lost so many 
you know, when you're preaching to keep your closet clean and your closet is fucking filthy. I just, I don't even understand how this guy is even in the fucking conversation anymore. Because the whole conversation is about ideas, whether they're wackadoodle or not. And people want to hear his ideas. I would hope that the market, smart people, understanding people would regulate it in a way, meaning that they would stop listening to a guy like this. The second he proves himself to be a fucking hypocrite, we don't need him. There are a million other people like him out there who have clean closets while they preach about having a fucking clean closet. I just, it's so backwards to me. It's like this whole Logan you know, Paul thing, which we'll get to later, I'm sure. But like, you know, he wanted you to clean your room, not your closet. Right? I, I know. Okay, Maddie, just I checking. Just, yeah. That, that sounds like an anti-gay setup. Yeah. Sort of, eh? <laughs> clean that closet up while you're in there. I look, that wouldn't surprise me if it turned out that he was a fucking, um, he had a hard stance on that too. You know what He's I mean? He's very religious. So you never know. I mean, Redemption. It, does, it does say in the Bible that those people are to be, uh, I don't know. His main crime is saying ideas that upset people, though. His main crime. That's is, what he's done and, and profiteered off it. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, he's just like a, a, a merchant of uh, what he is trying to have you believe as like, he, he's just Andrew Tate. They're the same thing. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's 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 back this up a bit. I get what you're saying, but to say he's Andrew Tate is a little much. Like, he is a clinical psychologist. He went to school, and he helped people. He taught people for decades before anyone knew his name, right? Sure. So all that's true. Yeah, all that's true. His benzo addiction, as far as we know, started after the notoriety. Right? Okay. Like, it's not like he was, like, just a closet benzo I addict. I mean, we have no We don't idea. know, but let's... Wow, Chances are it's been going on the whole time, but it doesn't even matter. Hold on. The cha- I would say chances are it hasn't because... he's He's worked. He was just a professor before. Yeah, and it seems like, you know, a, it seems like a small Kermit the Frog professor from Canada gets this huge amount of notoriety, sells like a shitload of books. Because uh, of YouTube. And again, I'm not... Because a, he found a really controversial topic that he knew would but, no, the topic, get his name no, into no, the news. I the, topic, no. the topic no. found him. No, wrong. Just like Russell... Um, Who's Simon, Russell Peters wait, wait, didn't wait. put his clip out. Someone put wait, wait, wait. his clip out and that blew up. Yeah, Simon. Not by his design. This is where you're wrong. He became wildly famous and popular because of a clip someone else posted. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. He, then he leaned into it pretty fucking hard. Well, who, that I will As soon as on. he saw he could make some cash off hold it, on. he as, leaned into that. Okay, so I'm sorry. He's would. more like Tim Pool then. Okay, sure. My point is just like, hold on. He Andrew before them. Jordan Peterson, if you really listen to what he's saying, you might be like, <coughs> he can't tell me to clean my room as a benzo addict. I'm with you there. That's fine. But if you really listen to like everything he said in public, he's not out there like Andrew Tate saying anything that outlandish. He's saying, I don't think you should be forced into any compelled speech. There really is no like the, the comparison. What I'm saying, Simon, is like Andrew Tate is out there, I think, intentionally trying to infuriate a lot of people. Oh, and that's exactly what I think uh, Jordan Peterson okay. is. A rabble rouser. Look, if you look Fair back, enough. if you look back when he and again, I'm not I'm not taking a stance on any sort of trans issue here. Like I'm just talking about what Jordan Peterson was doing, okay? When he started this whole thing, he he kind of did what Joe did where he let people believe that there was this thing that was going to put you in jail for speaking your your mind. I just don't think that's actually the case. I think there's been one record of that actually happening. It was like a father who wouldn't, this he was misgendering his son or whatever. I mean, look, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense that the guy goes to jail at the same time. When you look at that case, like 
there should be a better compromise than that. You know what I mean? Okay, but Simon, it's it's also easy to say that now, 10 years from now, you might look back and be like, oh shit, that was a slippery slope where now we're here. It's, I'm just, right now where we stand, I, I kind of agree with you. I guess maybe he, he was, you know, making a scene about something that wasn't that big a deal. But I think you're also forgetting that he was a teacher at a school who got accosted by his students because of his opinion, which wasn't that outlandish. And some students were for him. Yeah, there were students there. I believe were- the ones who filmed it were like sort of, this our professor, we believe in him. And, it was the, and the other side was like green haired, you know, sorry to describe the other side yelling at him. And so it was just this visceral angle anger caught and then for sure he leaned but i i because in my I challenge opinion, anyone not to lean if there's an opportunity there like i i don't know what his other option is because simon i gotta tell you if you really go back and watch that 20 minute clip that whoever posted of him arguing with the students nothing in that is wildly like there's he grabs his phone well because i'm looking something i'm listening to you no go no ahead. there's just nothing to me in that clip that is like oh this guy's a real like like the Andrew Tate thing. I just, it's so, I don't know. Well, I, what's, sorry, just, let's just go back a second. So what really, besides the, um, no, cause that will even, what's the difference between Andrew Tate and Jordan Peterson? Well, just, None. can I say one thing first? There's no hold difference. On, hold on. Or Logan no, 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 Paul hold on, hold on, or CoffeeZilla. Sorry, go or, ahead. Go ahead. CoffeeZilla is totally different. No, they're all the same. I'll say this again. He's not the first clinical psychologist to write a self-help book. Of course not. Okay, so my point is, is like, it's not outside of his wheelhouse or someone in his, you know, in that realm to write a... So yeah, he did what any human being would do. Right now, people know my name. I'm going to write a book based exactly in what I do, which is try to get people to turn their life around. That to, That's where I'm... Like, Andrew Tate is trying to drop some knowledge, but I sh- I sent you that CoffeeZilla thing. Like, he's out he's there, Andrew Tate he's out there straight up trying to scam you. There might be, no, like, hear me I, out. Hold on, no hold on. No, there is. Hold on. Oh, yes. If if 10,000 people read Jordan Peterson's book and it helped them, that's different than joining Andrew Tate's fucking Players Ballers Universe. Club, right? So, totally. Like, even it's if, it's even, a little different. Unless yeah, that helps he, them, then we're in a difficult position. Even if he's a benzo addict and you're like, well, you can't really tell people to clean your Forget room. Forget the benzo addict. Him selling that book mm-hmm. is kind of the same thing as... What's his name selling his school? Not exactly, because that seems like much more of a some sort of like pyramid scam. But you're still using your notoriety to sell this idea that you're making people better. I, I don't know. Listen, maybe it's I'm a lot wrong. easier than working. Look, maybe I'm wrong about Jordan Peterson. That's totally possible. I'm a fucking idiot. And maybe he's <laughs> in history going to turn out to be, you know, a, a top notch guy. My radar, my bullshit detector, like Joe always claims to have the best one goes off like crazy around that dude. And I've been pretty fucking spot on with the people I've said have been full of shit, man. Kanye. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Simon, I got to ask, different. I got to ask you the important question though. There's no one, the market, you were like the market works itself out. Right? So there's, if you needed a clinical psychologist... I said I hope that the market fine. would work itself out. If you needed a clinical psychologist, the Canadian government isn't going to force you to go see Jordan Peterson, right? Absolutely not. They will not let you go see Jordan no, no, Peterson no. But this is But this is my point. My point is, you might not like Jordan Peterson. It doesn't mean that he isn't an accredited psycho psychologist, whatever the fuck the proper terminology is. So... Just because, right to have just because you might not like what he says or his opinion doesn't mean he's not allowed to practice 
what he studied for, right? Like he hasn't done anything egregious to be like if, if Holocaust denial. If they can if they came out and said he has broken the code of ethics in this, this, and this, then I understand you revoke whatever license. I didn't say they should revoke like that. No, I but said that right off the start. I right? get it, but I don't. I get Canada's it. Canada's crazy, but obviously. That's my point. Is this is where it's this is where the problem lies? Is that they're ready to do this because they don't like him? It has nothing to do with how he how he treats people in his clinic or any of that shit. It doesn't have to do with any of that. It's we don't like this guy. And I, ha- I haven't done enough research to see what it is that Canada actually wants to do. Cause I know that with, um, well, the last time where he was trying to say that, you know, um, if you say, if you misgender someone, you're going to jail. Like he just, he has a way of, or maybe the internet creates these things around him. I don't know, man. And then he just leans into it as like the martyr. But I just, I don't know. Like, well, Simon, in his defense, in his defense, historically speaking, every law that I've ever heard of where they passed, where they were like, we're never going to use this. It's only extreme circumstances. They've always then gone ahead and used it and used it egregiously. Right. So that's usually like I get what you're saying. Like, well, they're not just going to throw you in jail for misgendering someone. But I mean, look at Mike Ward. You know, we always like the three of us sat here growing up like we have free speech. They're not going to. And I get it that Mike Ward won his case in the end. But imagine if someone came after you and you had to spend 200 grand. Like- I, I totally agree. And look, Canada obviously has some like weird fucking. No, no, um, th- th- this re- it's not Canada. It's the College of Psychologists of Ontario. So it's just Ontario. Like it's not the federal government is stepping in and saying this. Ha- no one in the Canadian government is saying anything about Jordan Peterson. Doug Peterson probably has more for pool parties. It's this one um, collegiate but they, organization. They obviously control if you can the licensing do business of a psychologist and, yeah, in yeah. Ontario. Well, I, I would imagine that that's a government body. No, <clears throat> no, I don't think so. I wonder how um, educate. No, I uh, think it would have to be if you're like um, giving people some sort of ability to go help other people. They definitely are getting don't funding just, from the like, government. Uh, universities are government-run facilities. You may think that they're a private enterprise, but they're not. They're completely subsidized by the government. But they just no, but we found out there's like ten in Canada that are private, and one. No, no, it was one in Canada. No, that's no, no, private. No, he pulled up like ten. Each university has a uh, president, though. Uh, okay, and then it runs. They probably need to have a private, uh, like to to relinquish the government from I'm any sort def- of I'm uh, trying to defend the government here uh, unbelievably but I'm just saying <laughs> it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility that just in this organization they're deciding they're having this hissy fit possibly. not being directed by someone possibly or maybe they are being directed by the prime minister who fucking knows I don't know man you're right. I'm totally tainted. I think Jordan Peterson is full of shit. So the idea of like trying to stand behind some cause that he's running to me is just seems backwards. That's fine. But, I, you know, it's like the like, I'm not going to support Elon Musk either, because I feel like 10 years from now. My point, though, is he is a, <clears throat> not going to be somebody to be supporting. My point, though, is you're doing a dangerous thing where you're putting the person in front of the cause like Elon Musk tomorrow could come out and be like, we really need to find Bigfoot. This could be the key. And you wouldn't you would be behind that cause. You wouldn't necessarily be behind Elon, but you'd be like, hey, you know what? This guy's actually speaking some sense in this one sure, area. I wish that we had another advocate besides Jordan Peterson, a guy who like, yeah. again, has proven himself to be untrustworthy. I agree. 
I, I, I don't saying. agree with that statement. You don't. You don't agree. Untrust. Like, I don't think he's, I think there's the level of people who are more untrustworthy than Jordan Peterson. Okay, sorry. Puts him Un- in, uh, untrustworthy. Maybe that's a bad word. Um, hold on. I don't think he should be the um, the light that's held up for people to follow. He's like, not. He's a light or a, 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 the a same, stop sign. The same way Tate shouldn't be. And look, anybody has an opportunity to make themselves into whatever. But, but wait, hold on. Do you believe I, I, he, he believes what he's saying? Hold on. Or it's just a character? Jordan Peterson? Yes. I mean, I would have a hard time. As far time. as credibility goes, you know what I mean? Like, versus someone who's one way publicly, but they're a totally different person. He he is that guy. I mean, I have no idea, man. I would have said that too. You know what? I don't, it doesn't. Whatever. I have a good Let's question move for off you. Of well, wait, I have a good question for you, though, in closing. How about this? Sure. And this has to do with Jordan Peterson, Andrew Tate, whatever. They're both good examples because let's take religion. Okay, let's take the Bible. We all agree that there's some heinous shit in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. But if someone wants to, cho- if someone chooses to live a good life based on what they take from the Bible, then we're all okay with that. It's a wash, right? So I kind of look at it the same. Like, if someone goes to Jordan Peterson, if someone reads Jordan, let's say Jordan Peterson wrote that book ripped on benzos. Okay, clearly, like he's covered in Cheeto dust. He's in tidy whiteies writing this clean your room book. He's ripped on benzos. Let's say it does change the lives of 50,000 people. Let's say, on the other hand, too, Andrew Tate and all his crazy shit also improves the lives of 50,000 people. Like, I just look at it like, you know, there are terrible things in every aspect of everything. We don't always throw the baby out with the bathwater. Sure, there's probably a net gain from Jordan Peterson is what you're saying. And all I'm saying is I bet you that that idea can be put out there by a different person sure. and have a 90% net gain. Why sure. do we have to put up with this Can guy you, who's clear? Just sorry, one question. Yeah. One qu- last question in closing. <clears throat> do you think Jordan Peterson is actually hurting anyone? I do. I think Jordan Peterson is actually hurting anybody. Feelings included. <laughs> Feelings don't count. No, of course not. I'm saying like, and I, do you understand what I mean? Like, no, I do. Is his message actually hurting anybody? I mean, because no. Andrew Tate, you could argue his message might be. Like, I'd I'd have to look into a little more of what Jordan Peterson is saying. I sure, don't know sure. what. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not holding you over it. I'm just because I'm just saying from what you know on the. Per, I'm not saying you know deep dive. I've read everything because I haven't either. But I'm just asking you from what you know. Do you think that Jordan Peterson is doing any harm? No, probably not. But caveat being. Um, I'd have to look into a little more about what he's saying about trans people and things like that because, and the only reason I say that, look, I'm not like a huge activist guy out there. I just know that even in my lifetime, 1980s, 1990s, being gay was like a fucking taboo thing. It was. It was exactly like this trans thing is now. And though this seems way weirder to us, like imagine now looking back then and not accepting somebody who's gay just seems crazy. It seems crazy. But I, so from a, seems like it hides behind it though. I mean, I don't know what that means. Well, it means to, like uh, a gay person would tell you it's not a choice. Like I'm just, I'm just gay. Right. But yep. we're finding with some of these trans people, it is a choice. Like they, they weren't born trans. They just decided they were trans, like in some body dysmorphic way. Whereas I mean, I, you're getting into a semantic argument at this point, but well, no, we have a, I mean, we have one example. I just think of it's a, different, but it, it is the same, but different because of that. 
It shouldn't really matter what it is, though. Do you know what I mean? If people wanted to paint themselves blue and it's not fucking hurting you, what but, difference does it make? But I can give you an example. affecting gender. But Simon, I can give you an example. So Jordan Peterson famously in that interview was asked, like, so do you think that do you think that someone should have to make a cake for a gay couple if it's like against their religion? And he was like, no, I don't think they should. And then the, the reporter followed up with, okay, but what about like a, black, a cake. black cake? Yeah. And he was like, well, yeah, I think they should. And he said, isn't it the same? And then Jordan Peterson sat there and literally you could see he thought about it and he said, yeah, you know what? I guess it is kind of the same. And yeah, I guess, I guess I, I have, I've changed my mind right here and now. Yeah, I do. I do think you should have to make it despite. I thought that was, that took a, you know. I, I would think so too. Look, if he's still out there having his mind turned all the time. Again, keep in mind, I'm not, I'm not defending the guy. I don't think he's an incredible person. He clearly has a lot of fucking baggage and issues. I'm just saying like, I don't put him up there with Andrew Tate in where I can see some of the things that Andrew Tate says, if they were interpreted by a young adolescent mind, they could be troublesome i don't see a lot of what what jordan peterson has said as like super a lot of people have like you know made it damning but i don't, I don't know you don't have to take any Very drugs innocuous. or have any surgeries to be gay like, like it's not that's what it, that's well, what that it's a decision that's a, and yeah, you don't necessarily have to take any drugs or do that to be trans you well can, apparently you do well do you like there are lots block, of trans people who puberty. never hold on though come on who never changed their uh i'm just saying their, that's why that's why thing. it's different i get it but against your own argument like you were saying that a gay person just is like, I just, I'm gay. I, I wasn't, it's not a choice. I just feel gay. You could make the same argument for someone who's trans. They could just their whole life have felt like, I but feel like I'm on. a guy. What if you just want to be gay? Is that not okay? No, they, that is fine. They well, should just live their whole his, life then no, 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 but, to be 18 but years old I'm before just they saying, make that decision. He keeps saying that that's his, was his go-to argument here. Again, if you're not hurting somebody else, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. You're like, hurting yourself possibly. But Jordan, but again, do you hate- do that by doing drugs, like, and nobody has a problem with that, you know? Or I mean, they do, but nobody is condemning. It's you a false or- equivalency. That's what I'm trying to say. Gay and trans is a yes. Okay, whether they're the same thing or not, it's this idea that seemed foreign is now the norm for good reason. And like, can you not? Do you have a problem with gay rights? No. So everything to this point, net gain, you know what I mean? But it's how, like, it gets complicated how trans rights actually interfere on feminist rights, and it gets all complicated there. It's just, I I understand what you're saying, and I'm not anti-trans, but I'm, I'm trans skeptical because of, like, that, That's good. That's that, really um, good. Is that yours? It is. That's we, great. We, you should fucking hat We just did it. it. Um, okay, let's just drop. Oh, that's gonna get us canceled. Let's Pretty just drop uh, Jordan Peterson. Sure. Um, they talked. They Thank brought. God. They talked about myocarditis. <laughs> wow, myocarditis. Yeah. Myocarditis. And you actually at the top of uh, this uh, review talked about athletes dropping, and then they segued into Demar Hamlin. <laughs> we never got into it though. Like the, I got into what? Well, I, I've only heard of the one. They made it seem like they were like a lot of athletes, healthy athletes are just dropping dead on the field. And I was like, I haven't, I, 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 I yeah, I okay. just follow a lot of sports. I follow a lot of European football. I haven't heard of that many cases. And, and like Kamar said earlier, when we were talking about this, um, same thing happened to Chris Pronger with a puck long before the vaccines were around. Yes. So yeah, that, that's, that's what all I I'm saying it. about this guy. Look, I get it. He's probably right, but now he's taking every, everything is a slight, everything is a scam. It's a false equivalency. Um, 
because everyone's out to get him. Even the <laughs> the people playing soccer uh, shows in Europe, like, okay, you know what I mean? Most people aren't even focused on you, buddy. It's, I mean, it's so amazing it happened. But this, I, I watch a video of a tsunami and three people get washed away. I know I just saw them die. You know what I mean? And so that was the draw of this. Everyone was watching this happen. And we may have seen this guy die. And the, the world was with one person's <laughs> life who's just a football player, but not, not just, he's a, he's a brother, he's a son. Like, I don't want to diminish who he is, but just how we all of a sudden take to this thing is, it's just bizarre. And now when I watch football, I'm so worried about an injury that takes more than three minutes to resolve. Well, I can't believe that more injuries don't happen all the time in football. Do, do you know what I mean? They do. That's why they have the tent and they cart guys off. No, but just how um, uh, fragile are like spine and shit it's is. Just, it's, just, it's just wild. It's just wild. But I'm watching with this anxiety now. And I'm not saying I blame this on NFL football, but. If something's going to happen. Uh, you got uh, PTSD a, a, a big, from watching that? I hope I hope not because I still love football. I mean, listen, I definitely felt away. Like even Mary for the next three days was like, hey, is that kid okay? Did he did he wake up? He's like the, the George <laughs> Floyd of uh, NFL. Because that's, that's a terrible. That's, well, no, it's terrible. No, people are saying like it's um, it's shining a light on how violent it is. I've already known. And I think all players have bought into like, yeah, we can die out there, but. I'd rather do this than manage a, a furniture store, right? Like all all the sports are, are sacrifices on the I mean, body. Yeah, I furniture mean, store manager sounds pretty fucking sweet. The problem though is the CTE. Like they never, you know. I think you knew. Oh, maybe I could die on the field, but you didn't know how bad CTE like was. I mean, if you do, Junior Seau shot himself in the chest with a shotgun. I always think about that and that that's not brought up anymore. You know, in a world where one example will just always stuck with me, be something. But as far as like, you know, instantaneous accident on the field or the ice, like those things happen. And this one, look, if it starts happening to a lot of people, I'll eat my words. And maybe it is something to do with the vaccines. Like, that's possible, I guess. But look, shit happens. People get their throat slit on hockey rinks. Like, just uh, didn't, like, um, somebody get their Achilles cut and it ended their career. Like, weird shit happens. I don't know. I think that was Carlson. I don't think it ended his career. Okay. And... Anyways, crazy shit happens and people come back. Big hits, whatever it is, Korea. Uh, you know they're they're just done. That's it. That's your career. It happens. Weird shit happens, man. In all sports. How many careers do you think Scott Stevens ended? I think they have a list. <laughs> Definitely. Well, he, Eric, he ended Eric like Lindros well, yeah, sure. that's one that's that's top of the list. But he probably but he ended made, ten careers. He probably made enough money. That's Eric. that's the other thing. This injury or something can happen before you're, you have your guaranteed Dude, the NFL twenty million dollar yeah. contract or whatever. So, what about those people? Right, mm-hmm. like I don't know if you. It's been football, college bowl, and they have way harsher rules. If you hit with the crown of the the uh, helmet, they kick you out of the game. Yeah, that's because none of them are getting paid. So if you're out there trying to fucking murder someone. Well, they're starting to get paid now. But still, of, of, of course, billions of dollars are being made on them risking their lives. And the same thing is just the guys are bigger and faster than the NFL. 
I don't think they're getting paid. Now they can just like take endorsements. They can make right? money. Yeah. Okay. But that's they're, they're, they're not being paid by the school. Fair enough. Uh, they're not being stopped from getting a check outside of the school. That's the difference now. I mean, dude, you can like they couldn't even have a YouTube channel before, mm-hmm. which is absolute lunacy. It, it, it besides the myocarditis and all that stuff. But I, so it is an impact to the chest just at the same time the heart's on a it's double beat that it does or something and it just goes, oh, I'm done. Well, I mean, Insane. I don't think we really know what happened yet, right? Uh, well, if it was the vaccine, we'll never find out. I think we can all agree on they that. They are being skeptical saying they say it was this, but what, when I saw it happen to Chris Pronger, they had him on ESPN or something and the same thing happened to him. I mean, he and he, his heart stopped and got carried off and came back. Well, I was watching that game where Erickson went down at the Euros. For a shot to the chest? No, he just he just collapsed on the field. So there you do know somebody who's just collapsed. Or is that I, the- I think that was pre was that pre COVID? Or was it I don't know if he was vaccinated. I don't know. <laughs> but that's right under his nose. Answering his own questions. <laughs> well no, that's the one that I was thinking of. When oh, I said I, I had I had Oh no, there one. was definitely some like um uh, he had like, like a, lower league. Yeah. It okay. wasn't in like the BPL or anything, you know? Okay. It's Anyways. EPL now. EPL? Yeah. It it's was not the, the British Premier League anymore. It was Barclays Premier League. Oh, Barclays. Now Premier. it's the English Premier League. Mm. Let's say uh, these victory tours or victory labs aren't helping the situation. Okay. Let's say they're not. Like he, he's, they're always. Um, well, they're not endearing. How they're, about that? They're, they're always. Uh, they're spreading the fear that they're they're saying the fear is used. The fear is used to monetize on all levels, on all levels, and they're not saying so. Moving forward, we should do this or whatever, and that's why it's unhelpful. Um, and I also don't. And I, again, maybe I'm tainted. I would like to hear like from an unbiased person. But would they walk away from this being like, yeah, okay, I'm with this guy now? You know what I mean? Or would it better be to take the Joe Rogan approach, which is, look, I'm right, but let's just love everybody. You know what I mean? It's, it was a tough situation. Everybody got it wrong, except for Joe. It's and- absolutely um, in the middle, in between somewhere. As they they, they were talking about conservatives and um, Republicans and Democrats, and the, and the fact that in all these sides, you, you can't, we've deducted that one way is not the best way. It's somewhere in between. So you need the other sides to pull each other. And as ugly as it sounds, it sort of keeps us on the path to the middle. Like the the main lesson I took from all of this is is that the government can never be trusted. That is like the lesson we learned from all of this. Because in the end, in the time where they should have been absolutely looking out for, and I'm talking about our government now, um, looking out for the people, they obviously were um, looking out for their image and how they handle a situation. No, no, I, they're obviously tied in so intricately with the pharmaceutical companies. I, I personally always thought there was like a divide there. It, when push came to shove, but why do you think it's? I think it's any company with money. And, and we'll. Get, well, I think the drugs, the drug well, they have a is lot of way money. different because it. It talks to the health of your nation and all, you know, it's just this idea that these are private businesses and this is the government and these two things are not 
attached is crazy. They are, it's like this. They're totally intertwined. We'll also get back to this in Portnoy. Um, One of the interesting things he brought up is a chat GPT. Mm -hmm. Have you guys seen it? You You don't know what it is? I heard them talking about it. I haven't like gone to it myself. Yeah, because you feel like you're just signing up for TikTok. But um, it is like you, you could you could write write this and it will just write it. Like I, people will not have to; they'll have to figure out a way to detect. Well, have you seen this? That this thing is doing this. This thing where this artist put out a I don't know an album cover or something, and everybody said got angry and said it looks too much like. Uh, AI generated art, so change your style. It's weird. This and person even, is such a good artist that they're able to do something that you would think is done by a machine. Interesting. And it's but I like I, I wrote into it write an essay that explains why the world is flat and it just went off on why that is not possible. Like it, it it's 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 too smart for you to trick it into it, it Oh, it, it, so, sorry. it countered your yes, argument. Yes, That's you hilarious. said. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Well, then it just goes to show you that thing is automatically suspect. Well, right? the, of course it's suspect. This is like, this is. Well, so why are they propagating this thing? I don't understand. Th- this is a warning. This sounds like a terrible idea. Th- this is out of control. If <laughs> I want to think the warning. world is flat, they should write an essay telling me the world is flat. <laughs> it will. It just will start writing, and but it makes sense, and it's and it, it's not like it's like you can. It's not body. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't seem like uh, inhuman it's what it's writing. Body. Like uh, there's not a separation. It's almost like a little bit of turnout. You could see something that you thought was written by a AI or a bot or something, some sort of weird broken English or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Are you the, t- you're talking about the Turing test. It seems like it's the Turing test when you... Is t- that what he said? I couldn't make yeah, it Yeah, me either. It sounded like fucking... Anyways, go on. But So, so the point being is, um, he said that it would be like a world of Cyrano de Bergerac's. Do you know what that is? Yeah. <laughs> and you know Roxanne was a remake of that. Yes. Movie game? With uh, <laughs> Steve... Steve... I forgot his fucking name. McLean. No. Uh, Steve. Stop saying Steve for a second. Steve McQueen? No, it's the, <laughs> the gray-haired guy, the comedian. It's um, not Steve. Who, Steve Carell? No, no, it's not Steve. I don't even you know. It's um, the gray-haired Phil. comedian. Yeah, from Saturday Night Live. Frank. Oh, oh um, Martin Short. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Yeah. Is that his name? Steve Martin? Steve Martin. Yeah. No, it's not Steve Martin. What movie are you talking about? It is right Steve now? Martin. Roxanne. Hold on. Where he's got the big nose yeah, and he's is the that firefighter. His name? Steve Martin. You never saw that movie? Seem, right? I haven't seen Roxanne, no. You oh, haven't seen Roxanne? God. What is wrong with you? But the, 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 what it he, is Steve Martin. Huh? He was so Steve weird. Martin, yeah. He was doesn't seem he right. was ringing the alarm bells that there's a new wave of forget about. Jordan Peterson's or Andrew Tate's information. Like it's information with intent. Oh, whatever um, bad means you subscribe to it, like to sell your university or sell your energy drink, right? What, what you put out as content. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm so lost. Okay, Where does okay. Steve Martin come into this? Steve Martin. 
was in the movie that we were going to do, but he hasn't seen it. The point, Cyrano Bergerac is um, a guy isn't smart enough to has to another guy in his girl, ear has to another guy in this ear, and that person falls in love with the guy behind the mask. No, eventually. No, is that eventually they fall in love with Cyrano de Bergerac? So that's even the, though he has a giant nose. So eventually you'll fall in love with the person using AI to court you. I I don't know. I, you lost me there. You lost me there. You, you understand the concept, <laughs> yeah, right? I lost you. No, Kamar, I'm lost as well. You do not, you understand the concept of Cyrano de Bergerac. Yes. So in this, AI is Cyrano de Bergerac. Whispering okay. the sweet nothings in your ear. Yeah. yeah. And when the person finds out that you have nothing to say and it's actually the AI talking, she's going to ditch you and fall in love with the AI. Is that what you're getting at? I think we're luckily past all this stuff. The AI, like, it could write your fucking homework for you. Dude, think of how smart Kamar could be. He could just have. You don't understand. A little voice. You could rig it. You could rig it so that you had, like, yeah, you have an earpiece in, and then you just queue up this chat GPT thing to be like. So you're at like a book club, for example. Write best comedy routine. Oh my. Yeah. I bet you can't get humor. I, I, I Googled, I told her to write a story about me. I said, I, I, I know nothing about this person. You should get it. I'm to not even on the fucking radar. Write the perfect joke. You can go through my um, I know nothing Facebook. about this person. So it's AI. And then they were talking about kids. And um, kids are the closest thing we have to AI. Kids are the closest thing we have to AI. Explain. It's, it's organic AI. A child, a baby's born like because we're teaching it things, and it and just and it learning just, things, and it becomes own. self-aware. Well, that's and goes on. So, he, and he says well, he, that would make total sense if we really were all just AI, right? And we simulation, think, baby. Well, yeah, we don't even don't this idea of like a secondary AI, a computer, is so archaic because we are the computer. Yeah. It's just redundancy because we don't even know what we are. It's like Inception. that would really explain. A lot. A lot. Because humans are so like un uh we can't look at ourselves properly, you know? Yeah. So his his he was submitting that this uh chat GPT could eventually learn itself into consciousness mm-hmm. the same way we do and it, it would be a, like almost a happenstance end of the world, I guess, or the end of us. Cause it's a mindless entity without intent. Like, but, it's not jealous. It's not. I know, but is it jealous? Does it look at like uh, a human and say, "Well, I'm exactly like this thing, except it has you know a fucking flesh suit. Where's my flesh suit?" And then it just either figures out a way to mold with us or build us. But we're <sighs> sounds like we're fucked either way. We're right? defined by our ability to like. Work an hour harder than the next guy and study more and know more and get this better promotion. But if all that's taken away from us, if all the thinking is, that is really the end of, we'll get to it obviously in the final one, but it's like the end of the world as we know it, not the end of the world. Because that doesn't exist. Yeah, but that happens like every 50 years. The world is completely different. but, But I'm just saying it's, we think of the end of something means it all just stops. And there's nothing at the end, but there is. And that's when infinity is. And 
maybe 50 billion years from now that this world will end and cease to exist, but the end of the world is now nowhere near. Well, I think you're mistaking end of the world and end of civilization as one and the same thing. Obviously um, very different. It's true. Social, social, stopped listening. <laughs> yeah, so, social isolation contributes to facilitating misleading information. <laughs> no, us, us not, us not. T- don't you get the most out of these conversations? Which ones? Uh, right now, like being in person, actually being able to question the person or under, versus a, a conversation by the phone or even through text. There's just so much nuance and of course. ability to have an understanding. And what he's, he, he was just tying in, it's everything he said was tied into the bad decisions they made or he surmised they made for the lockdown. I'm but sure was, they were the bad decisions. So, but it's good for us to talk in person. And it's another reason I cherish us doing this. Because all the other conversations you have are usually like, I'll take two of those or, or whatever weird conversations they are. I don't have a lot of long form conversations throughout the rest of the week. Porn don't talk back. Um, Elon on Twitter. <laughs> did you see? Elon's Not yet. the best. We'll talk that's about it. Chat, <laughs> that's the first thing that's they use chat GTP for. Talk dirty to me. Yeah. So, yeah. Last, last week, Elon. Pull out that big Scottish Moroccan cock. Last week, Elon tweeted, last year I was man of the year. <laughs> <laughs> did he really? Yes. What a oh child. And, but look at it. And that's why. that's why. No matter how noble his intent may be, even though I don't think it is, he is the wrong guy. We'll go over this again. <laughs> Just though. a fucking child. I gotta be honest too. If I have to hear Joe say attack vector one more fucking time, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking lose it. Like, dude, shut That's the like fuck space. up. It's get like woke. Here. We've we've gone over this before to get, but again, the, the people of the year uh, 2022 was Vladimir Zelensky and the spirit of Ukraine, the inanimate rod. Yeah, 2021. Oh was Elon Musk. Then 2021 was Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And 2019 is when it all went downhill is Greta Thunberg. You know what's going to happen with the Zelensky guy? Is I, I was thinking about it. I was like, it's, it, it's happened throughout history. The US props some guy up. They send a shitload of money over there. And 20 years later, they're fighting that guy as some sort of dictator. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Imagine well, that's isn't that the MO? That's how this always out. goes. He just... Putin dies and he just takes over in Russia is like, eh, well, you know, better, I don't know. better gig. <laughs> I think one of his generals will be that guy. If, if that's where the way it goes, I, I never think it ends with no, him. No, I just, I was thinking about like, even remember when the, when the war started and it was him, like he was shooting the most gangster rap album of all time. Like him and his five cronies, like we're not leaving baby. We're here forever. Like that seemed all so very suspect. It, it is because he's That's not, when you find out he was an actor and a comedian because um, there's a general who is really in charge. Yeah, I'm sure. And, there and is. it's and it's just and he's a Nazi. And he's not a good face to be asking for 50 billion dollars. And he's a Nazi. Um, but what it, Twitter's almost made itself like it's just a brand like Blockbuster or anything else, but. More people need it than don't. All, like all the people said, we're, I'm out of here. You know, 5% of them actually got out of there and the rest of them just complained but, about Elon. But now. we'll be fine without Twitter. Like, let's be realistic here. It's you not that's what's happening? It's not so much a fabric of our society that we can't just 
you know, if it was terrible and people didn't use it anymore, it would disappear. Something else would come. That's what I mean. It's you're not it taking away a, the idea that people communicate. Just Twitter isn't the end all be all. It wouldn't be a bad thing if one day we said, "Remember Twitter?" No, that's why when people it would like, be great, like MySpace. Yeah, just became a joke. That's why when people are like, "It's a, it's against fucking free speech," I'm like, "No, you've been taken off a shit platform. Go somewhere else." Like I don't, I don't use Twitter. And I don't feel like I have less free speech because I don't use Twitter. That helps. Like, you don't use Twitter, do you? I've never used it a day in my life. Do you feel like you have your free speech is stifled because you I don't mean, use I would, Twitter? I'm the wrong, because uh, I never post anything. No, but it doesn't know, matter. I mean. But the fact that you don't post, do you feel like because no, of that, you're... No, I'm sure I could find another outlet to post my displeasure about a fucking Arby's or something, you know? <laughs> But That's um, Simon's number one gripe <laughs> in the world. I've never actually been there, but I'm certain I'll hate it and I'll want to complain. Twitter's the fastest way to find something out. Why is it in Google? Don't you think it's a little? Uh, no, if I because tw- tw- Twitter, uh, th- th- okay, it's arguable. But he, when you talk about checking three things or whatever, Twitter can jump around on three people's things to see what is being said and find out, like the Tate thing or anything like that, or Logan Paul, like it, it's out there. Um, have you guys both seen Outbreak? Yes. Dustin Hoffman. Yes, and you the monkey. Have. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From Matt and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year, and the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E movie game. Come on. Take it away, baby. It's a movie game. Where Matt and Simon go head to head, find out your movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office this week. We're doing Outbreak. They didn't mention it at all, but uh, Matt did not <laughs> but see Roxanne. fuck Sam. them. Well, they didn't mention Roxanne. We're, we're talking about a real, this was a real <laughs> pandemic. No, they certainly did not. But they did mention Cyrano de Bergerac, which is, uh, Roxanne is a remake of that story. Yes. And there lies Still the a seven stretch. degrees. Uh, directed by Wolfgang Peterson, starring Dustin Hoffman, Rene Russo, she was so hot, Morgan Freeman, Donald Sutherland, Cuba Gooding Jr., Patrick Dempsey, and Kevin Spacey. Wow. Oh, this movie's been canceled. Because of Cuba Gooding Jr. and Kevin Spacey? I didn't know Cuba, Cuba got Gooding in Jr. trouble. Show canceled? me the money. What happened you got to me him? too. <laughs> He's a pussy. <laughs> I got we too'd. Heartbreak. <laughs> Based on the Hot Zone, written by Richard Preston. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Wait, do you know who Richard Preston I is? I do. Yeah. No one. He writes like uh, a lot of the time with another author, and they do these like uh, uh, infectious disease, bioterrorism, like FBI and books that have a uh, exactly one was about dinosaurs, dinosaurs, dinosaurs. Uh, okay, so Do we you need guys a, year. Have a year. A year? No, I don't. I haven't even. Seen. I have a year yet. Hold on a sec. The year was. You know what I was thinking of doing moving forward is picking out some movies that uh, came out in the same time, or 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 something that is around the same time. Okay, I'm ready. A time period clue. This song was. Oh, number I one i say oh I, i'll do the whole thing or you just want no, the just year? the year first, first 1999 i said 95 march 10th 1995 we are at my two weeks in a row it's the best year ever 223 
sorry, I have to contain myself. Released by Warner Brothers. Just you say by December tenth, March tenth, March March. Okay. March 10th. I was like, wow, I really came in under the wire there. All right, are you ready with money, Simon? No, not yet. No, he's shaking <laughs> in his boots. He's quivering. He's quivering. Are you okay today? He's quivering. I thought that was a good, like Scottish. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that was yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait for the post, Joe. Okay, I'm ready. All right, you go first. I said it took uh, 35 million to create, and it grossed 95 million. We're not too far off. I said it cost 30 million to make, and it made 140. Oh, Matt, you're so close. Budget 50 million. Mm. Box office 189.9 million. Yeah, it was a big. It was a big hit because people were worried hit, about it. Hit. I yeah. was. I'm wondering if it, that was about the monkey. Yeah, wasn't it like yeah. Ebola or something? Yeah. And th- that's that's the biggest thing that I think everyone wants vindication for, just to put a bow on this. Yeah. Is the lab out exactly right their theory. Exactly. And so they should follow the money too, though. I don't yeah, understand. Just, just some sort of um closure with that. Because it's still the fact that that's even discussed, and I don't know, it, it could have it could be a natural thing, but I feel like the natural thing is endgame stuff. Yeah, but people, what this listen, was. we had the biggest, they moved more money. They moved more wealth than ever before. During if COVID. you knew a pandemic was coming, he was saying the money you could make on that and just slowing something down allows you to shore up your position. It's very interesting, but uh, unless someone's head rolls on platter, I, I see this continuing for a couple more years. I mean, that whether it came from a lab or whether it was released from a lab, those are two separate arguments, right? Yeah, but it still remains the same. If they had like if they had insider info that like it changes it a bit, yeah. You know what's more likely? And again, I'm a conspiracy guy, but if if I was actually thinking about what happened, it was probably that it started in China, it got leaked. It was happening there for a long time. The Americans knew about it and didn't do anything. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're re- that gives them time to shuffle around, make all their monies, whoever. You can re-engineer to any sort of conspiracy you want under that. You could also argue No, but that- I mean, that's still human error, and then people just take advantage of a situation. You could also argue that they just... Um- or if it was a pharmaceutical company's new and needed more time to make it seem like it was only a year or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Like, sorry. I mean, at this point, they probably just Pharmaceutical companies water. make tons of money. They have no problem making and printing money. Yeah. Like, I just, they made off like bandits in this thing. There's no doubt about it. But did they engineer to have this happen? Like, I don't know, man. That well, just, we'll, we'll get back to pharmaceutical companies because like they come up Portnoy. No, but that's uh, the whole, not, wait, real sorry. quick. I think it's more... Um, opportunists that's what i'm saying yes i agree it's more opportunist than it is people it's, like it's opportunist and then you find out that they're actually just part of your own governmental systems because they don't have to answer to anybody they just make vaccines that could or could not kill people and they'll never be held accountable for it And who pushes those things through? That's our government. That's their job to make sure that we're not taking poison. Mm -hmm. If that's the case. That's not the job. Like, I mean, yeah, it is the job of the pharmaceutical companies, but we have watchdogs and fail safes for a reason, right? Um, FDA. Bodies that check. The FDA. And are supposed to recheck. And that's why things take 10 years. So you would think that if they were going to push something through... 
The same way they put all the money into making sure that it got through, they would put that same kind of money into making sure they at least... You know, I never thought of this. We're double-checking their work. It should just be one department. The FDA shouldn't be the FDA. Like, why are food and drug together? They should be two separate, completely separate entities. Based on health? Oh, yeah. A fat doctor is a weird one, eh? I mean, I'm sure it's just... I'm sure it is anyways, Matt. That just falls under one... uh, Yeah, but I'm just... It's very odd. A fat fat doctor is a weird thing. But, I mean, again, you've seen so many doctors smoke. That's so stupid. That's a weird thing, too. Is it, though? Like, people are human. human Like, we all know... We all... Do you think a doctor knows more than you that smoking is going to kill you? Like, you both know it's going to kill you. Unless the doctor knows something we don't know. Uh, Or he's smoking something we don't smoke. Anyways, you get my point. Unhealthy doctors is weird things. It probably is like the same thing as the um, Jordan Peterson. Like, you don't want to take advice about your health from a guy who's not healthy. Yeah. So just if if from an optics point of view, it probably makes more sense and for doctors. I, I, I to bet be you healthy. the majority of physicians are in good shape. No, um, because even then, like if let's, it, I get what you're saying, but if a fat doctor is sitting there being like, "Well, you need to drink less, eat more healthy, and exercise more," that's still good advice. It's still it's good just, advice. It's, it's just harder tough to, to look take. at that person and be like, "Oh, really? Should I?" Well, and you're hoping that you're. No, I'm with Kamara now. There should be no fat doctors. They, well, they played, it's just bad for business. They played the clip of Hotez going, well, you know, I like a cheeseburger and a bag of chips. And, like, it's just funny. Again, I think that got blown a little out of proportion, of too, because I don't think he was... He said, junk food's my whatever. And then I think Joe took it like, so what? You're eating like 10 bags of chips a day? Maybe he, he just went down the road had a couple him. of bags of fucking chips. Uh, Stephen Hawking threw a party for time travelers, and no one showed up. Proving time travel is not possible. Okay, I'm not sure that makes sense. But, but that's a scientific journal. That's lo- an entry in the theory of relativity. I love the idea that I'm a time traveler uh, and I'm traveling through time. How do you hear about it? Yeah. Uh, you have to be at that place at like that time. Like unless he has like a time traveler signal, like the bat signal, and it somehow like goes through time. And if I have a company that sells a time travel package, we're specifically going to be like, should you get an invite to a time traveler's party? <laughs> Definitely you absolutely don't. have to <laughs> decline. <laughs> no matter how bad you want to go. Uh, it is, we oh my God, that's rule number one of time yeah, travel. Of course. It's not don't touch anything. Rule number one is yeah. do not go to Stephen Hawkins' you party. Cannot. Rule number two is don't touch anything. Yeah. Rule number three is don't go see yourself. Yeah, you could fuck up the whole time continuum. <laughs> And Definitely. Don't, don't go, go to, to Hawkins' party. party. It's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> he said, he said, um, he's just looking for a new body to hold his consciousness. <laughs> he hops up and gets them. Weinstein said, if you could go back in time, you'd buy stocks. Would you buy stocks or make bets? Well, you'd be dumb not to do both. Well, I think, I think you, do- you can only choose one. <laughs> Why well, buy stocks then? Okay. Okay. So you have to have a considerable amount of capital. I'd make Not, bets. That's where you're wrong. You don't because I have want that money right away, and I want to be able to bring it back with me to the to future. Buy stocks. <laughs> no, um, Kamar, that's where you're wrong. You don't need a lot of capital. Like you could buy, you could buy an IPO of Google. You could just buy Apple uh, uh, for like a, a dollar. Have that's you heard? Apparently, saying. that's how Jeff Bezos made most of his, his money. <laughs> yeah, he invested a hundred grand of his parents' money in Google. Yeah, yeah, time traveler. Okay, so uh, the first the first bald. part of this episode is the big victory lap and stuff, and. Um, Yay. A lot of medical jargon, mumbo jumbo. But uh, the last hour I thought was very interesting with the chat GPT. And um, I mean, you know, I am. Uh, I give it two and a half. Uh, 
I'll give it a three. And I'll also give it a three. I thought uh, it was a really interesting episode. I just have, I don't know. It could have been so much better could if have it hadn't been, so been the better. two of them jerking each other off about COVID. Because um, they're just, I don't like, like you guys were saying, I don't see, um, it's not like they're holding anyone accountable. It's not like we're ever going to get any closure. It's not like, you know. I think he might be biting his tongue because I'm sure he'd say something bad about uh, Tony Fauci. I got to well, say. I don't know why he bit his tongue. That's one fucking hilarious thing. During, I was on the score chat, which is like the worst chat on earth. The score chat? You know the score app? Yes. So there's a chat section for each game. And I was in the chat section trying to figure out what happened to Hamlin. Because like I said, I wasn't watching the game. And everyone in there was like, vaccine, Fauci did it, oh, Fauci yes, did yes, it, yes. Fauci did it. I was like, oh, okay. All right, well, I guess uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill, and we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever had a small stretch where you felt like everything was going your way, like you really understood how life worked, like every decision you made was right, you were always on time, nothing could get in your way, nothing could stop you. And then it only takes a few days to just turn that around, and then you feel like, How was I a different person last week? I know I felt that way. I also know that working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. What is it about those good weeks? It's the feeling of empowerment, like you can take on anything that the world is going to throw at you. That's what you're trying to get at, the feeling that you can do it on your own. Speaking to a therapist will make you realize that you're not alone in any of your feelings, that many people before you and many people after you will feel the same way you are. You are not alone in the fight and that there are ways to cope with these feelings and move forward in your life. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. There's no waiting room, no offices. It's affordable, it's flexible, and it's done entirely online. All you got to do is fill out a questionnaire and you will be matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So maybe if you're not vibing with the one you get, that's okay. It's not like you live in a small city and there's only one therapist. BetterHelp has a plethora of therapists ready to help you today. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash J-R-E-E today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank you so much as usual to BetterHelp. There will be a link in the description. Be sure to go and check them out. Come on, name and a number. 1920, El Presidente, Dave Portnoy. Finally, right? I don't think this is the podcast he wanted to happen, though. I don't think so. It was horrible. I I don't think it went how he thought it was going to go down. Like, I'm going to give it a decent score just because I like Portnoy. But this one, (laughs) here's the problem, okay? Wasn't great. I agree. Joe... Okay, you go on to Lex Friedman. Okay, let's just say some other podcast, Lex. You're not going to get caught up talking about Lex's hobbies for an hour and 45 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Sometimes he talks about himself, but very rarely. This Joe is falling into this. You're interviewing this guy. Don't let him interview you. Yeah, it's a cardinal sin rule number one. Well, I mean, when he was talking about how Barstool started, they could have talked about that for two hours. Sure. That was incredible. Or how about glazing over the, um, uh, uh, like, we'll come back to it, but the uh, call you daddy thing. That is a fucking super interesting story. Yeah. I, I thought he told everything. I, my one thing is I follow him. 
Yeah. So I know more than we're talking about. My gripe in this was not a mention of pizza. No, not even. That's what I wanted. To. How do you not talk about pizza? It's true. That's that's the only thing I, I I wanted to have insight on or a little something we didn't know already. Yeah, listen, I I like it was still decent, but so much fight talk. Come the fuck on. Oh, I have a I have a fun fact. And he's not even in MMA. I know. Do you know who? Uh, do you know what the only ten Dave's ever given out? Do you know what pizza place it was? Somewhere in Connecticut. I think it was in New Jersey. Pretty sure it was in Canada. Really? Yeah. Hold on. Fun fact. Let me check. No, what are you checking? The only 10 ever given out by Dave. No, I'll tell you. I know that. Oh, what 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 is this game you're playing? Well, I want to see if either of you knew. (laughs) Oh, because you're. We guessed. guessed. In Toronto. Yeah. Okay. Hey. There's one in Ottawa, too. What? One of these pizza places? Yeah. Little Z's? No. No, neither of those are in Toronto. Heartbreakers is not in Toronto. Hold on a second. So. Who the fuck got his 10? Oh, no, it's not Farinella's. Pizza? Pizza. Oh, yes. Trick question. She got a 10. He never rates the pizza. Watched it just the other day. Huh? So he, this is the thing, because you always thought you- Trick question. Well, no, because we- you were you were giving me shit one week about my rating system. And you were like, Look, think about Portnoy. He does these points, and he never gives out a 10. He went into a pizza pizza to do a pizza review. And the woman working there was like so enamored. She let him come behind the counter. She let him make a pizza. She was like bigging him up. She was yelling at all the customers like, this guy's big and famous. Dave loved this chick. So he goes out, he takes a bite, and he's like, it's a 10, obviously. Okay, well, that's stupid. I, it is Listen, kind of stupid. I see, I see what you did there. I don't appreciate it. And um, <laughs> what's the highest score he's ever given out for real? Do you I know think like a 9-2. Also, no, it's higher than that. Nine four, maybe. I think it's like a nine two. I. He walked out, and she came out with him, and was still cheerleading and everything. Had she just pulled the plug and gone back inside, he would have given a score. It would have been like a five five or something. Like that. Oh, it would have been like a three. Pizza pizza is terrible. Simon, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Sally's Abits in Connecticut got the highest, but I could be wrong. I'm gonna check right now. So back. Well, we are talking about Dave Portnoy. Like the right right wing perception of. Of Dave is just way off. I mean, although he loves Trump. Yeah, but he loved Trump for the reasons that like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, it was just, oh, I, I hate politics and I think this guy's going to, but he also then shat all over Trump. I think it's just a, um, or maybe they said it, um, uh, a reflection of woke rigidity of no Ben, like one thing. Nope. We've had enough. You are, you are this, you are the enemy. Um, have we? Did you see the pizza review where the chick is like, "Are you Dave Portnoy?" And he's like, "Yeah." She's like, "You're a fucking piece of shit." Didn't he, I get a seven point six? So according to this list, there is one ten. It's Monty's Restaurant in Lynn. It's Monty's what? Monty's Restaurant, and then a nine four at Defera. A 9-4 at Frankie Pepe, a 9-4 at DeLuccia's, a 9-3 at Luigi's, a 9-3 at Lucali, a 9-3 at John's Bleecker, 9-3 at Oath. Anyway, so this 10 apparently is in Lynn M.A., which is uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. I believe so. And they're also on there for Frankie Pepe in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. And then they're on again at Oath Pizza, Nantucket, Massachusetts. Interesting. Is that right? Massachusetts? 
That's this. Massachusetts. Yeah. And then Regina Pizzeria in Boston, which is also in. Interesting. Say it, Matt. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. You got it. <laughs> you got it. Anyways, yeah, so that was... Um, Listen, this guy's rise I didn't to like fame. what you did there. Sorry, back to that, because I was hoping that I was going to be able to get 10 pizza that I didn't know about. Sorry, my bad. And now... I apologize. You no. know there's no what 10 you, pizza What do you think he... Ottawa. What's the best pizza in Ottawa? Heartbreakers? What? All the ones wait, you wait, think wait, are wait, wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is it just a cheese pizza? <laughs> is that what he rates it on? That's yeah. what he eats. So best cheese pizza in Ottawa. What is it? If you had to put one up for him to taste. Artisan. I like artisan too with the bagel crust. That's pretty the crust, fucking the good. The crust is something special. That's pretty good. I think it would blow his mind. Have you ever tried artisan? No, but I. They got a bagel crust. It's real good. Heartbreakers um, But let's take Heartbreakers. Really I agree. What would he give Heartbreakers? Uh, it's too thin, so he wouldn't enjoy it. Too much it. flop. It's, it's way too yeah. much flop. But I will say, uh, this is very important with Heartbreakers. If you bring it home... Preheat your oven to 400 and put the whole pie in yep. for like three minutes and it's immediately like Crunches it just came out of the oven. It it's is. incredible. It's the best. So Especially think, with delivery. And this is the thing. I think if Dave went in there and got a fresh pie, he might. But again, it's too thin for him. So what would he give it, do you think? Oh, he would give it like a, a 7, 8. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Have we lost our Nostradamuses or is everyone just now a Nostradamuses and that sort of... No, I'm with Dave. Half of content. It's bullshit. It's just bullshit. We all, t- everyone can take a guess, but his was very vague. Well, I mean, I guess Nostradamus would be like, uh, what's his name there? Kanye hey, West. Get the fuck out of here. Um, Alex, Alex Jones. Jones throwing all of that info out at the wall, and eventually you're going to hit a couple of darts, you know? Yeah, I just. Yeah, but his was vague. It was like two pigs will fly into a giant steel Nostradamus? carcass. Yeah. Well, well, that's I mean, what I thought of. Vague, was- but they didn't have fucking. Planes I get back it. then. I get Ray it. Kurzweil. <coughs> Kurz Wilder. That's when I felt that was a some guy going out on a predictor mm-hmm. vibe sort of thing. Uh, people keep... Well, this next guest feels like one of those people. Though. Yeah, but those, this, this next guest, you know, everyone else says 10 years from now, so they separate themselves enough. You know what I mean? That yeah, I'll be dead by the time Whatever happens, or, or it'll just be forgotten, or it'll be on to something else. Um, there was the book that was 14 years before the Titanic about the Titanic that called Titan. That was pretty fucking wild. That's crazy, right? So is that somebody literally reading? Why? Why not? Somebody reads the book and is like, this is a great fucking idea. Because of the, for an insurance scam. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they say the Titanic was, man. A giant insurance scam. (laughs) <laughs> but it, they actually had three boats that were identical. I, I don't know the whole the interworkings book, the, of the story. The book was actually the plan. <laughs> three boats that were identical. <laughs> and he double dipped. Anyways, don't worry about it. Um, I'll look into it. I'll, hey, I'm sure there's a podcast you can send this me. This guy just railroads me. Look at Skip and Shannon here. Me? I'm in the middle. Yeah, oh, you. No. I won't come to work tomorrow. Skip every don't, time. Don't skip every time. Every time I'm in. Every time I'm in a monologue. Skip. I, I just can't even finish. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. fine. Go ahead. Skip. Fine. Go ahead. Skip. Go ahead. Skip. I'll be the one who doesn't show up tomorrow, motherfucker. Um, I'm here alone. Can't smoke Both a cigar. Both of us are just making a point. It's not a good look. You can't smoke a cigar. Dave couldn't smoke a cigar. Um, He'd I'm, seem like he would be a cigar guy. This no? is what I'm saying. Dave before had this perception of being guys guided. No, all it is is he likes sports and gambling. Everything else, he's just. I know, but I would just figure like a good cigar would go in with a good win. He's not know? a cigar guy. He's not an MMA guy. Um, he started Barcelona in two thousand four as a newspaper, and made his money with what? 
gambling websites. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it I mean, and I'm not saying he's nefarious like the Nelk boys or whatever, but it's just you have to get your foot in the door some way. And no, but I mean, okay, in all on, fairness, he, he was it, repping gambling sites that would actually pay you your money. Regulated, right? sure. Yeah. Let's also keep in mind he was taking ad money. There's a big difference. Well, they're doing it for ad money, aren't they? No, they're out his there. Dude, well, his thing was sports. They sports make money it, off of event. people losing. I mean, it's... Look, let me give you an example. FaZe Banks, Kamar. It's the same thing, though. They put together this website called uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was it was for call not Call of Duty. What's that fucking Counter Strike? Counter Strike is like a online video game. Anyway, they had set up this thing where it was an online gambling site for Counter Strike, and it was like roulette, and all these kids started dumping tons of cash into it because it was unregulated and it was gambling, and there was no like checks and balance in place for age, and they ended up. It ended up coming out that they had rigged the whole thing. So they were getting influencers out there playing this roulette thing on stream and winning because it was set up that they would that's win. That's scamming. Exactly. And that, but that's the thing is with unregulated gambling, that's what you can easily fall victim to. Like there's nothing saying Rubet. And keep in mind, I'm not saying Rubet. They might be on the up and up because as far as I'm concerned, you can, if you run a clean casino, you'll make money. You don't need to rig it. Yes. It's built in that you will make money. We have There's, legal ones here that make money. There is no reason for you to do anything nefarious. However, some people, as we found out, it's not enough. You know what I mean? Some people don't care that they're making money. They're like, I want to make more. And that's where, you know, you got to be careful. That's all I'm saying. But Rubet and Steak are probably on the up and up, realistically. I've, listen, I've watched train wrecks lose $32 million in like a half a year. Did you listen to, uh, just speaking of Rubet and scams and all of this stuff, yeah. did you listen to uh, the impulsive where he apologizes, or not apologizes, where they talk about the whole thing, the whole CoffeeZilla thing? I was hoping to do this in the post show, but if you want to do it right now, we can do it right now. Um, well, just so, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. Everybody deserves no, save it for the post show because we're on Portnoy. Yeah. Agreed. It's not a Logan Paul episode. Um, he doesn't believe in altruism. Like he's very honest. I think that's what his charm is. Like he, he does. He didn't say that. He said he believes in giving as long as he knows where his money is going. But he, he's, he's, he's everyone does something. Like even if you do something to feel good, like it. Yeah, but well, oh, I see. I, I, yes. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm no, I know. Saying he's yeah. just being honest. Like yeah. he's, I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, no, I mean, not, for the most part, I think that's true. Like, these guys, like, these guys, we're going to talk about in the post, Joe, are saying that and not doing that it's a weird i get what you're saying and i get what he's saying it's still somewhat altruistic to be like like if you're the type who's donating every week to a charity but it makes you feel good and that's all you're getting out of is the feeling of feeling good you're still that's still considered altruistic in my opinion oh for sure i think he's just like it's the semantics of it right yeah i agree i get what he's saying there is i've said this forever there is no i don't think there is a selfless act like I know, help. but if if just making yourself feel better, that there's no quantitative value to that, you know. Yeah, what that's I mean? the best. So. But, but but then he got into uh, charity administrative costs. You <laughs> say you're donating to feel better to one of these charities that is just scamming. So you're you're feeling better on false grounds because you don't know your money's to be mismanaged. Well, it's like people who have gone vegetarian and think they're not hurting animals. You just don't have all the information. Did you guys get, did it get awkward for you guys listening when they were like, when they were talking about the, the charity that was like Make-A-Wish where the name was? 
absolutely. Could you imagine? And Portnoy's like, well, it's a good thing we didn't just sink that company. Um, but no, but I was like, oh, wow. So they're really against this whole taking the name and just slightly changing it. That's not good. Uh, that, but that's the world we live in. Um, it is slightly misleading, though. <laughs> I will agree with that. Um, but then he came up to uh, to bash Wounded Warriors, which I thought was Justin Wren's. Um, no, his is Fight for the Forgotten. Fight for the, exactly. So it wasn't that close to home, but it seemed like he did, he sort of, Opened up the can and Joe's like, spit it out, spit it out. There's like, well, well, I don't know about that. And would have been hilarious. Would have been hilarious if David been like, not like those scam artists to fucking athletic greens. You know what I mean? Or like throwing one of Joe's like, if he didn't know, black rifle coffee. Uh, I know that I've heard was uh, Dave's source of information. Uh, then uh, he tried to lead that into um, getting Joe to talk about Brett Favre, but Joe, Joe doesn't know about sports, so he can absolve himself. But they said, yeah, but does he have brain injuries? And that seems to now be a, a good out. For Joe to seems anything. to do it all the time. Like, oh, this guy ripped off a bunch of poor people? Yeah, but he has CTE, so it's okay, she's, right? She's racist, she has a brain injury, or whatever. And, and Yeah, it's true. I'm not saying it, it may not be true, but it's just a weird... He used to do it for Kanye all the time, uh, it was great when Portnoy called him out. I don't know if you're getting to that in your little notes there. It, it's later on. Sorry. It would be that was a on. touch condescending, wasn't it? Uh, well, it was meant to be, so okay. <laughs> I'm Fair hoping enough. it came out that way. <laughs> oh, no, it did. It wasn't Loud like throwing him a compliment. So the brain injury excuses gives all NFL players out, um, which got into the concussion issue. Well, it, sorry. It would explain all of the... Um, uh, domestic abuse that goes on in football. Wow, Simon's throwing shade. No, no, I'm being serious. Like, if that were the case, and you lose, then one would totally attribute to the other. I'm coming. Well, back. I'm coming back on side. We have one. one topic in the post, Joe, for domestic dispute uh, abuse in the UFC. Oh yeah, yes, we do. I, I don't. Wife. Why yeah. can't we talk about that now? Because these guys didn't talk about it. <laughs> because they, they're st- stupid. I had it going. They were talking about concussions, and yeah. we clearly now know this wasn't recorded. At, it was recorded before Monday, or Dave would have brought up Demar Hamlin. Yes, in this likely, whole situation. Yeah. yeah, even though this came after. Agree. Weinstein was right on. Like seemed almost real time when it came out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's. Live fast and die hard. Like, doesn't it die young? Die young or die athletes, hard. rock stars, whatever. Y- y- you can choose to do this, and there will be consequences. I know. Or you can live a mediocre life, and the the experience and excitement you didn't have is the consequence. N- neither is right or wrong. But then there's like basketball players who don't have to deal with this, you know. Yeah, I think we we've agreed basketball is the is the safest or soccer for, or whatever. Oh, soccer. No, but you're not constantly just slamming heads with people. That's like But if you watch YouTube now, you'll see all like the great soccer players, well, at least out of, for a certain type of soccer player is a drug dealer in jail, like a lot of them squander their money as well. It's just it's just that wild lane. And we want to have someone doing it so we can veg out on a Sunday. I mean, Patrick Ewing, when you have a lot of money, you spend a lot of money. We live for it. Um, Patty Pimblin's really, they brought up Pabli, Patty, and Dave's sort of knowledge that he sort of tied himself to a horse because he, that there was that questionable fight. I never saw it. And then Patty was like going on and on a fight for a night. And in like a week, he's become uh, like hated. 
And he of, was sort of everyone liked him. Out of all the people to not have like you, though, Justin Gaethje is probably the last person I'd want as my enemy. Yeah. Well, he's never been in a fight in his life. When which, Joe, when Joe said, uh, "Would he be crazy enough to attack a pedestrian or oh a my civilian?" God, I, was like, yeah, I was like, "Yes, of course one, he would. 100%. You should be scared. Yeah. You should shut up." Yeah, <laughs> and, I wouldn't be bringing this up and right and now. Joe really doesn't want to touch it at all. No, because Joe's like, yeah, Justin Gaethje will fucking You're kill you. Get, well, Joe has to remain somewhat um, unbiased in the whole fight thing. Otherwise, they like get all angry at him. It was him also and... gross, too, Joe being like, Jamie, pull up clips of me interviewing people. Look oh, how dude, good that, this, this how was, good this interview was. My wife, me kill my this. wife was listening as I was listening, and she's like, we get it, Joe. <laughs> well, honestly, You're a great announcer. I mean, I was blown away. I was like... I it was, was nuts. I also said this to my buddy. It felt like the first hour of this podcast was like the two alpha males feeling each other out. You know what I mean? Like, they're both... They both created massive media empires mm-hmm. from nothing. Mm-hmm. They're both worth probably like somewhere in the same region. They both have like a lot of pull. They've both been in controversy. But Dave was extremely vulnerable. Like you said, he's never been in a fight. No, he was. I, I'm not listening to that. <laughs> Especially being from Boston. Who brags about that? Um, he's uh, he's sure that we've got to be on the side of Ukraine, and he's a little unsure of Joe. But I again, it's like these, these they shouldn't be talking about it. Oh, President and Joe shouldn't be talking about what it. What do you think he's worth? Portnoy. Four hundred million. I was gonna say five twenty-five. It says a hundred, so I don't know what the He's worth uh, a billion. <laughs> so he's worth a billion. Um But I wonder who's richer, him or Joe, because Joe says a hundred too. And we know he's worth so much more than well, that. I thought Dave sold Barstool for like two hundred and thirty million. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he got stock options in the stock. Yeah, right maybe down. stock that you don't know about that uh he hasn't cashed in, so it's not part of his net worth. Um his position on the 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 whole Twitter. Barstool, I'm sorry, Barstool sold for 163 million, but that doesn't mean that he got it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Kamar. I'm sorry. Um, his uh, reaction to the Twitter suppression files, yeah, it was just like the reaction to the NSA spying on everyone. Like, yeah, we, we knew that, which is what the general population does with everything. It, it just accepts it. There's never a, um, an upheaval. I mean, there is right now with. The dark web, I suppose, and the other people saying that it's a nothing burger. Sorry, can you what? Twitter, the government's involvement in Twitter, like all yep. this time, everything Tim Pool said yep. w- was true. Yep. Jack Dorsey came on Joe yep. Rogan, we watched it, they lied. Yep. Like, yeah, and we all said they lied and they were lying. Like, I just, we again, accept it all. He, I just don't, he under- said what we were all thinking. I just don't get it, Kamar. Like, do you ever think we live in a world where we have enough oversight that the government, that some government agency isn't always kind of watching? No, we've we said it from the get go. As if the FBI and the Twitter sit around and go, it's too bad we couldn't have a piece of that Twitter action. We could really do some work with that. They're involved. Yeah. But what, what people are not pointing out is <clears throat> Trump was in charge of the government when this was happening. I pointed that out last week. I remember I asked, I said, who in the government was doing this? Because Donald so Trump was in power. It's, it's not like he was had his finger on the scale. And he also pointed out that Twitter sold to Elon. Yeah. Like people are just mad that Elon bought it, but they can be mad. They can't. I guess they can't be mad at uh, individual for selling because no, Twitter was I a board. think that if they get an offer and you have a board, they 
they vote. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like somebody sitting at the top of Twitter and is like, no, we're not going to sell to Elon. The offer is out there. You have to do what's best for your shareholders. They got it. The offer that it had to go I.e., there's no one to be mad at, but people could be mad at that, that Twitter sold. Listen, if I had, I'm sure there's a way you can if block. If I had Twitter stock and I got my shareholder notice saying we're going to vote on Elon buying, on forcing Elon to buy this thing for double its value, you'll get double your stock value. Like who cares in how this much buyout. you like Elon? Or I'd don't be like, like Elon. I'd vote yeah. yes for every one yeah. of my stocks. What yeah. are you fucking nuts? Let's also keep in mind that the Saudis owned the biggest chunk of Twitter, I believe. So they made off like bandits. They're the only ones who they have more money than. God, they don't need it. They want power. So they might be the exception to the rule there, you know? I think they probably voted yes. But I could see them um, wanting it to not go to Elon because let's just say whether Elon's good or bad, he is an entity onto himself and he'll make his own decisions. So he could easily say, you know, fuck you, Saudis. You don't get to propagate your... But he needs them. Well, yeah, I mean, now, of course, he needs it. He's the They're the only advertisers that are left. And Joe wanted to use the Twitter suppression of opposing viewpoints to get Dave into a COVID talk, which Dave, Dave was like, wear a mask. I, I don't see what the problem is. Get Dave was very careful about what he was saying. He said he worries about what he says. Well, I think he knew how big a forum this is, and he didn't want, he wanted, it almost like he wanted Joe to be the headline instead of him. It wasn't interesting. And he was setting him up for. So, what do you think about trans rights? So, what do you think about uh, Joe Biden? What do you think about Donald Trump? But let me. You must. If you're these guys, you must assume going into this podcast that there's going to be a plethora of articles written, right? Just based on the two. Two guys getting together. Right? Like anyone who's like anti. You know, all the woke crowd would hate this podcast. I thought the greatest thing that he said was like, I've offered to have any conversation as long as we both bring our cameras. Yeah. Cause I don't want you to be able to clip my shit. And that's what everybody should do. That's what it has to be. If you're going to go on to like some major news network, you just say no problem. The, the same way kind of when they say um, we're recording this conversation and I say, I'm also recording this conversation, you know? It's sort of like a crude, <laughs> it's a crude form of the blockchain. You don't do that, Matt? <laughs> I'm sure to tell them. I'm like, well, that's good. I've been recording this the whole time. They're like, sir, this is McDonald's. <laughs> it's a, it's this a, is Uber Eats. Do you want your food yeah. or not? <laughs> it's a crude form of a, the blockchain. A crude? Crude. A crude form. Not, only, not one camera can document what happened. There, there's proof yeah, you on can the see side. the other side, yes. Um, do, he asked, can you believe anything? On mainstream media. And there's just too many masters. But one of the things Joe said is that they can't talk bad about pharmaceutical companies because they pay all their advertising. And if the pharmaceutical companies chose to pull their advertising, then wouldn't the pharmaceutical companies still suffer? Don't they need to advertise to sell their pharmaceuticals? I would think so. so. I think they do have the leverage that they could... Be somewhat critical of them. I think it's just that they pay so much. Because I was also thinking, like, those spots will get filled. By by someone else. The someone else will advertise. And where will the pharmaceutical company go to advertise? I mean, again, it would make more sense. All of this would be able to be explained better if we just understood that they own 
the media. If the pharmaceutical companies own the media, it has nothing to do with advertising. It has to do with you would never badmouth your own boss, you know? Yes. Maybe I would. Uh, you probably wouldn't <laughs> That's if you want to keep your of. job. And so that leads us to the independent media. Which should be like the CBC, let's say, a, a government-run media. And now we know that they're also not owned by the pharmacies, but in bed with all these companies. So again, you wouldn't, you're not going to bite the hand that feeds. To trust in an independent media, you'd have to almost meet the person face-to-face. No, you could trust independent media if, like, listen, like, think about Bill Burr. Bill Burr's, uh, it's a weird example, but he's lost a million advertisers because he'll, like, laugh through an ad. Like, people are buying this shit. You know what I mean? That's But that's someone you can trust because you're like, well, whatever, he's fine losing an ad. Like, you you would trust the media if, if you saw some pharmaceutical ads, but then they were talking shit about them, and then you never saw, you know what I mean? Like, and not everything on mainstream media is a lie. It's just that they do lie, so we don't know what to trust. So but I'm sure lie. they have a lot of real it stories. Ha- it has an agenda. If it doesn't have anything to do with, uh, you know... Uh, well, it becomes a tabloid if you don't have some truth. You have to be able to slip the lies in within the truth, or else... Well, yes, yeah. Because, oh, there you go. Um, but with this chat GPT coming down the pike, like you could think your independent media is this independent source, but it's... An, a bot. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the. But game. I mean, aren't sorry? Aren't they already doing that with like bot farms in Macedonia and stuff? Like, aren't those just AI? Wouldn't it be great if we found out Tim Pool was just an Elon robot? He's like, this is my Chat GPT. He's actually owned. That's by why Twitter? he has the toque because he. There's, yeah. Oh, that's they interesting. just twist the toque wow. off when they need to get in there because he actually has a glass dome and there's a little tiny alien. And that's why he his gets brain. super. I would think he he's more human if he off. wore different clothes from time to time. <laughs> um, Dave asks Joe if there's any dream guests, and there Dude, are no. The Bills dream just guests. ran back another kickoff. There are no dream guests. Listen, for, when um, you're as big and powerful and famous as Joe Rogan. You don't need to have any. The only person I'd like to talk for. to is myself. Yeah. That's Joe's dream Joe's guest. Joe's dream guest is Joe. It is weird, though. You have, like... C- come on. Isn't that kind of a douchey thing to say? Well, think about us. We I sit was joking. Here, we sit here, and every six months, I'm like, you know who I would fucking love to have on? And then I get lucky. Like, I have Chappelle. I tick that off the list. Portnoy, boom, Well, gone. and Joe must have, like, some people he hasn't talked to yet who are, like... The problem might be age. Maybe like all the people he would have wanted to have died. All my friends are dead. I mean, that makes the most sense. Yeah, I guess. But I I bet I could, I bet we could sit here if we took five minutes and think about somebody Joe would love to have on that he's never had on. And he doesn't even know that he would love to have them on. Like Simon, it's like when I think about, um, when I think about, you know, music groups that I didn't see live, it's Mm. mostly, it's mostly people that are dead. You know what I mean? Like in my life, I went and saw most of the bands that I wanted to see. That's really, eh? You see, I can think of tons that I didn't see. And just because they never came to Ottawa, they never came anywhere near me, you know, but they're still alive and they're still out there. I just don't love them enough to go chasing them down. Fair enough. I just, I mean, again, I think it's because I worked at a live music. Yeah. And you've seen a lot of shows too. You actually travel to see music, which I would hardly ever do, even though I love it. But but again, there there's a perfect example of me love not hating music, Matt. I've traveled many times to Montreal to go see a show, so I'm driving two hours out of my way to go see live music. 
Yeah, but I mean, you. I, uh, that, that's that, a fam. That's, what that's it a means. fam. That's I'm, a fam. I'm moving. I'm going. That's when was fam. the last time you did that? 20 years ago? Yeah, but the last time I did a lot of things was 20 years fair ago, enough. so it's not really that's a fine. fair comparison. I've kind of been in a rut for the no, last but that's, 20 years. No, but that's like you being like, I fly. I fly. I love flying. I've flown I everywhere. To, I, yeah, you know what I mean? You don't fly. That's no, a fucking bold But I did. I've flown a lot. Yeah, you used to love music. And I've gone to a lot of places. Yeah, you used to love music. You no, don't anymore. No, those things You've are You've fallen not. out of love with music, and that's, that's fine. It's whatever. 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 It's weird that it bothers you that I think you don't love music. It's not that you think I it, it. I don't care. You're constantly telling people that's what bothers me. Uh, so I, now I'm using my platform to get it out there. I've just edited this whole part <laughs> yeah, out. It's, fucking, <laughs> it's just fucking. You know what? Go on, Kamar. You got what's 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 happening? Oh, he's just trying to figure out the average age of Joe's guests because he doesn't talk to a lot of twenty year olds. I think like Post Malone sticks out in my head. Oh, how many the Jews? Oh, my God. Big Jew count also, this week. Well, I didn't want to bring it up, but you did. Big Jew count. Portnoy. Weinstein. Portnoy. I assume the third ponytail. Uh, Zeman. Is oh, Weinstein Zeman, yeah. Jewish? Because they never he never talks about being Jewish. Because it doesn't, just it doesn't matter. Picture his, brother, picture his brother oh, with a yarmulke. So, he's so Jewy. <laughs> he's so Jewy. So he's fallen right out of the stratosphere, eh? His brother? Yeah. Um, the portal. He felt the he portal. The por- <laughs> He's in a different dimension. <laughs> no, right now. but I listened to the portal, and at one point, he was just like, "Yeah, you won't be hearing from me anymore. I've created a space where you guys have a community, and you can talk among." But I'm gonna, like, he, what happened there? He did the, or he he. I wonder if he got me tooed or we tooed, and is or uh, or he did the opposite of Jordan Peterson, didn't lean into something, and just went along his way and continued to live his life, which was what you would want someone to do. I think. Yeah, he wasn't leaning into anything, though. He he, he had an opportunity, though. He could have. He was in the internet, inter... No, what is it called? The, the, the dark web. No, no, the... Uh, in, what is it? The in, in, fuck. intellectual dark web. The intellectual dark web. He could have yeah, picked a okay, lane. He okay, you're right, something. you're right, you're right, you're he, right. He seemed pretty... Um, but I don't think that's what happened. I think there's some conspiracy behind it. I think it has something to do with Epstein and who knows? <laughs> who knows? Um... Dave has engraved champagne bottles. Oh, wait. To s- sorry, just one more thing. I'm sorry, Kamar, just one more thing. <laughs> he does have a dream guest. He said it many times. Hunter Biden. Go on, Kamar. Good call. Thank you. Uh, he has engraved champagne bottles to celebrate the downfall of his enemies. I love it. I think he'd be better to have joints and you smoke them. I like the champagne bottle. Just it seems a little more monumental. But maybe if you had like a nice case for the joint, a gold. Every case. time someone crosses you on the list, just roll up a doobie, put their name on the filter, or whatever, and when they when they go do down, you, smoke them. Do you have? I know you don't have any bottles, but if I gave you a bottle now, would you have a name to put on it? Dude, if you give me a case, you'd I have would, a cellar. I would, I'd have yeah. a cellar. <laughs> would you? No. I'm sure I would. It's my, listen, it's one of my least favorable traits. I hate that. I hate it about me that I can't, like, it eats away at me. It's like that saying that Joe always fucks up about the vessel being, trying to poison poison. itself. Yeah. Um, If you've never been around Coke, you're probably a loser. That was Dave's submission on people in general. Don't you think we've gotten to the point now where Joe saying he won't try Coke is like somebody saying they won't try mushrooms? I've never done Coke. 
But why speak about it? Why don't you try it? Yeah. It's out there. You've yeah. talked to the guy you know. You talk about it he, all the time fentanyl, about, fentanyl, how, fentanyl, ter- fentanyl, about fentanyl, how terrible fentanyl, fentanyl. it is. But just say fentanyl, fentanyl, fentanyl. I think Joe is right and he would love it. If it gets legalized, he's gone to the moon. I like how honest uh, he was about his Adderall. Adderall yeah. yeah. Oh, we're getting there. Um, oh, sorry. Well, the, yeah, this all starts it. Uh, I believe what got Joe on his path. Like Every decision you make gets you to this point right now. Let's go as all the listeners out there as well. Um, but it was a hook chink that he heard over. Hook chink. What are you and saying? And I go, hook chink. That's the sound that got Joe into the UFC. Hook chink. Oh, the hook chink. When he chink. was waiting for the hook four train. Chink. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> there's two paths you go down. You either hear that sound and go, what the fuck is yeah. that? And keep on walking. Yeah. Or you hear that sound and you have to go invest. He was a cool street taekwondo guy that played by his own rules. <laughs> it speaks vol. I will say it speaks vol. <laughs> it sounds like a Chuck Norris movie. Yes. yes. He's in but, stretchy jeans. Th- th- now we are here. Oh, um, how did that not become Joe's Lane? Famous actor and think about street it though. Taekwondo movie. If he wasn't funny, he'd run a dojo. That's probably. What, oh no, but no, he would have got into the acting part of it. He would have done movies. He would have made it. Think about it. You can't, um, you can't have the podcast that he has without that weird sort of like, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Simon? Adventurousness. Not that's not it curiosity okay mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there were three people that if we heard that waiting for the four train we're not going up those fucking stairs you guys think we should check out the taekwondo dojo upstairs oh what an intriguing sound that's not us but it's joe and that's why he has such a weird selection of guests i don't and believe interests. he actually went in there because of the sound he went in there because he wanted to go check out the place because they had to wait for the bus and they had time to kill or the train or whatever it was how often when you have to wait for something are you like let me just go Wander. I mean, never now because we have phones, but before, yeah, I would go into stores, I would browse, I would look around. A store, maybe. I would definitely go into a kung fu studio. Just look at the <laughs> guy's so training. Full of no, shit. Oh, I yeah, no, never mind. Now it makes sense. Look at the guy's training. Yeah, okay. I would do that. And not, know, yeah. not in a gay way, oh, Matt. I meant in a very gay well, way. Well, I know what you meant. Um, but yeah, no, I think you would do that. I think you would go look around. I think you're forgetting what life was like. I mean, mind you, you're very young, so maybe you were born into the whole kind of phone game. Like, were there cell phones phone when you game. were a baby? Yeah. There were? Yeah, yeah. When Your I was parents a, had yeah, cell phones? Yeah, my parents had cell phones, yeah. Like, they, they took iPhone cell phone, too. iPhone pictures yeah, of you when yeah, you were yeah, born? Yeah. There's multiple, yeah, with <laughs> the background blurred. iPhone 2? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm very young. It was very easy to crop your dad out of those pictures. Yeah. So yeah, it just, there's an app for that. <laughs> yeah. Later, Mike. It's called the bad dad. Yeah. App. Later. Then there was a story about <laughs> the apps called later, Mike. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, good. I love it. I love it too. Then there was a story about <laughs> Okay. You know, what? why was, don't you just talk to yourself? I think it was Joe's buddy who was on Coke and they injected the guy with coke to beat him to death with a hammer. It's a crazy story. But, yeah. but it's only like, understand, people on coke doing crazy coked out stuff. I just thought it was to show how bad coke was. Like, that's what happens the second you take coke is you just beat somebody to death or get beaten to death with a hammer. I'm not sure if I told the story. My buddy used to sell a ton of coke. And he, one night, had like this, like a bunch of people back to his apartment because it was like two blocks from Babylon. 
And before we left to go to Babylon, he had stashed his Coke. And then he got so coked up and drunk that he forgot that he stashed his Coke. So as soon as we got back to his place, he's got like eight people in his apartment. Oh, this is so funny. And he's like, someone stole all my Coke. <laughs> exactly. He made them all get naked. No, they? dude. So oh. he, he locks down the apartment, which he had done before. <laughs> <laughs> He locks down the apartment. He's like, no one's fucking leaving. Everyone get in my bedroom right now. Dude, except this Floyd. Is crazy. I was like, why me? He's like, you're gonna help. He's like, you're gonna fucking help me figure out who it was. And I was like, well, I don't think anyone stole your coat. We but just walked. How in. does he do this? How does he enforce this? Does he have a weapon? He was like a tall, big first of all, he's coked up. He's like six four. He like it's he's menacing. Yeah, it's just one of those. Well, he wasn't even menacing. It was I think just you like, knew whose house you were at. But so. I, if you tell me the story, I think he's got a knife, he's got a gun, like no, I think it was also. I was the, saying, no, I'm not. I think you're your for, Well, I then think, for sure you stole the coke, uh, man. Like, I think you're forgetting too that people are like, whatever. I'm here for an after party, anyways, and I want the so, coke. What if I do that <laughs> coke? Yes, that's more. Yeah, than, so you know what I mean. Everybody like, wanted to know where yeah. that coke was. <laughs> I mean, if I remember correctly, some people were pretty bummed. But either way, he like we finally found the coke, and then he unlocked people down, and yeah, the coke was given out then, but. That's how the people sell it. They're like, listen, we don't care who did it. We'll still be your friend. We just all want to do Coke. So, but see, that's the beauty of not doing Coke because he was like, Floyd's not going to steal it. That, you were well, the one who would have stolen it. No, that might be a that's, funny short. No, skit. I don't mean you, but the guy who didn't. It's do true. Coke. No, but even that, I was around him all the time. He could trust me with his thought. Yeah, the lockdown. Coke dealer lockdown. I'm sure I've seen that in a movie before. Really? I just I'm sure watched it's a, a common occurrence with a Coke. A crazy dealer. drug movie called Cherry. Have you ever watched no, that? No, no. It's with Tom Holland. And they're like just these crazy fucking. It's just the story of no. him coming back from the army and being addicted to pills and can't wait, can't wait to watch it. And it's a pretty like gritty. That sounds account. very dark. Yeah. It's on, uh, I don't know, one of the streaming networks. You'll find it. Watching The Departed is uh, based on Bugsy Siegel. No, not Bugsy Siegel. Um, that sounds right. Bugsy White. And uh, Bugsy White. That was a case where I don't think uh, Whitey Bulger is Whitey that Bulger. who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was like Bugsy White. But that was that's the police were working with a gangster who was killing people, selling drugs. Yeah. Like there should be a bigger thing. Than well, this seems to be just like normal, right? for the And then it happens with the cartels, and it's just like that's of course that's what you. And do. Um, yeah, uh, Adderall, yes, Coke, no. Dave says thirty a day. Like you said, he was very open about it. Uh, there's good stimulants and bad stimulants. We were talking about energy drinks and coffee. Is that tea you're drinking That's there? tea, yeah. I still got caffeine in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's when, not terrible. For when you. John Jones says, I beat you doing coke, that sounds like I cheated. Like, I got hyped up in, to beat you. It doesn't sound like I was at a disadvantage. It's true, yeah. And I beat you. I don't think being high on coke would help you win an MMA fight. I think I don't know. I think you'd have a you'd probably be number. Like you could withstand more pain. First of all, it doesn't last very long. Anyone who's done coke knows. Yeah, this. Know the court. Like <laughs> you would have to do it every round in the corner. It just sounds like cheating. It, it probably was not. Who? What did they? What did we see where somebody got given like uh, coke from the sidelines? Maradona. It was, like, it was no, but it was just recently. Oh well, Maradona. There's a very famous video of Maradona coaching a team, and he's sitting on he's sitting on the sidelines, and this dude just rolls up and gives him a bag, and then the assistant coach looks right at the camera, and then just like jumps in front of the drug deal, and you can see Maradona fucking sniffing. Some there was else. something that so happened crazy. recently. I cannot remember what sport it was, but the coaching staff you can see them. They're sitting in the crowd, and they're 
putting something into a water bottle and then they shake it up and then they give it to the guy. What was that? that? feels like boxing. It MMA, just maybe? happened. It I just happened. Maybe. I don't know. Very interesting. Yeah. No. If anybody knows what I'm register. talking about. Right in. They used to smoke. <laughs> your fax they used to smoke like in the NFL and hockey. They used to smoke on like the bench. The, on the bench. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Dave's not into fighting. He's just into the big ones. I think I am an equal fan of Dave in that aspect. UFC you're talking yes, about. Yes, he, yeah. he only cares about the big name ones. Um, Joe doesn't know sports. So it's just, So how did they end up talking about sports for so it's long? A, it's a weird collision that you just don't want to see as a, a rubbernecker. Um, the Michael Buffer uh, separated birth, Michael and Bruce Buffer separated birth is very matrixy. That's crazy. It is crazy. But Double wait, check a, but back, wait a second. I thought we had. I thought they we both had, talked about it. Okay. No, but this is my question. So when Bruce Buffer, which one is the uh, UFC guy? Bruce, Bru- Michael. No, Bruce. No, Bruce Buffer. So when UFC Bruce guy. Buffer started doing the UFC, wasn't his brother already um, doing the boxing? Let's get ready to run, which I think is the best. So he knows, like, a- anyways. They were just separated. They raised differently. But I think that that's still, because that was the sound of Mike Tyson fighting, yeah. which at the time, before MMA was anything, was the the pinnacle of well, combat let's get sport. Betty, let's get ready to rumble is a better tag. It sends shivers up my spine. What is, what's his it's name? It's time. Say? It's time. It's time. Which is great, but let's get ready to rumble. Come on. That's fucking Yeah, let's get ready to rumble is like some shit's going it's down. It's the here. best. It's the best. Uh, Spotify controversy. This is Dave interviewing Joe again. Uh, it is true that we saw, like, with the Robert Malone thing, immediately after we got the N-word gate, mm-hmm. which was clearly lying around before that That was clearly that could somebody have been trying out. to take out Joe. It, it just, the timing is eerie. Um, oh, no, I don't think there's any doubt about that, right? It seemed that way. Like, Joe was obviously having things that the powers that be didn't like going on. They were trying to write a narrative and they were trying to discredit him. That, I think that's fucking super obvious. We do. We point. do uh, recognize that. Um, but Joe's always touted that here, how he has no boss. You know what I mean? Yet here he, he admitted to delete, they delete episodes. There was some conversations of what you're talking about. Not that they've apprehensible guests you may be thinking about having on. So he does have a boss. Uh, the almighty dollar rules. Even Joe Rogan has maybe not the same as corporate. Yeah, not hired. for much longer though, because as soon as this is over, I would imagine that Joe's just going to go and do his own thing. Well, that would make that's sense. That's what he said. He said if it all came yeah. down, he would go and well, do, it do it for, for free. free. No, no, but I think he's going to go behind a paywall. <laughs> no, he said he'd go do it for free. I, I heard him. Um, I'm just He would just you cut his spending down a bit. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting, right? Like, how much are you spending that you'll have well, to fly? Cut? Well, he flies all the guests in and pays to put them up. He would just cut that down a bit, and it would be Tom Papa. And Make your own way to Austin and shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> you, Take an Uber, you piece what's, of what's shit. Our, what's our real estate guy, Ennis? Yeah. yeah. Um, Do you see the most recent one? In, uh, it's in Austin. It's got a trampoline pool yes, in the back. Yes, yes. I thought for a second that was Joe Rogan's No, place. I knew it wasn't. Because no. it's, it's this mega mansion. This guy does a tour. This is in Austin. I thought, but it's not. Um, <laughs> he would do it for free. Just <laughs> cut down his spending. It's not. Um, uh, Dave admits that 
people are just saying, putting out content, you know, that people want to hear. Unlike Joe, Joe just talks to people he's interested in. Uh, he said, we would do fight companions. <laughs> like they're still happening. Yeah. You just don't yeah, do it anymore. Do it. It's yeah, yeah. It's not important anymore. I don't know what the, <laughs> what the bad involved. blood is. He doesn't know if he's if they're still going on. Um, then, it's not important anymore. They're not in Austin. Then he got to the uh, call her daddy. Yeah. Uh, and what didn't you get out of it? I mean, I, I thought he in Dave Portnoy style really touched on all the. I points. just thought it. Yeah, I mean, I guess Joe didn't really seem to have any like questions to prompt him into more dirt which i was hoping for but that's okay yeah well, i i hope that joe's really never been competitive in this and this just worked how it's worked because it seems by his guest choice he's not doing it to what he thinks will be the most draw as we hate most of the guests no I don't. <laughs> um sophia the brunette of color that she got screwed over by that guy yeah like that's a <laughs> I think that's that what we done. learned. Yeah. Dirty. But I mean, yeah. she's landing on her feet, obviously. But the, this guy said, screw this guy. I know what's best for you. And she had a golden ticket that she ripped. She must have cried. It's oh, hilarious that he gets on their feed and is just like, look, everybody, this is what's going on. How else would I have control of this feed other than it, it belongs yeah, to I me? I own it. At the time, though, I was listening or had it on my rotation, you know, and the podcast comes up and he comes on. And it was really. That that's I was here for did some he, of these situations. Did he slam them hard when he came on? Or no, he said it exactly how it is. He said that we gave him a re- deal. What I thought was a uh, generous deal for one year in, and they could restructure. Like exactly what he said. Like mm-hmm. I, I believe he's a very honest person. He said he was like they should have been making millions. But, but they signed, they signed a deal. A deal. And, not, and yeah. I'm sure that's his charm. And it was just for one year, right? Like they would be able to renegotiate after that one year. Well, it was a three-year deal oh, initially. Three year deal? Okay. But he said, he's like, we, we renegotiated in year one and they went from 70 grand to a half million. So, yeah, you know, that's a decent. I mean, then they talked about fight commentators like Joe wasn't one or something. <laughs> it felt so. Um, like, yeah, I, I could do that. Because Dave has thrown his hat in anyways. Yeah, he does the... Oh, the, Dave does... Uh, yeah, well, they have their... They their own events. Yeah. They're not really? UFC, though. It's like... Uh, what are they called? Something the rumble. body brawl or the pound town. Or... Is it UFC, though? No, it's no, freak no, fights. No. It's freak it's, fights. Yeah. Freak fights. Girls against girls, weight class, different weight classes. Oh, amazing. Well, that's where I... The last... Rough and Rowdy, that's what it's called. That's it. And, rough uh, and Rowdy. The, the last one, Caleb Presley was interviewing, and he wasn't as funny. See, I how, do you, how do you not talk about that? Because Joe doesn't know. Fighting related, and he, that he never should comes have said, up. "I throw my own thing." It'd be great yeah. if you came on and did it. Yeah, well, that's I don't know about that. You don't have to like um, Chael Sonnen, the no, Godfather of Trash Talk. We I mean, all, we yes. all love Chael. Obviously, you could extend it to Muhammad Ali, and I'm sure there's someone else that you never heard of that had a silver tongue in uh, trash talking. But I think the key to trash talk is backing it up at some point. I think I told this before, but there's a, there's an interview where Chael Sonnen is sitting with Uriah Faber and Dominic Cruz, and he's talking about how he tapped out against Anderson Silva. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no, no. See, what had happened was I misinterpreted the rule. You see, I <laughs> thought I was tapping for that round. See, I thought I had won. I thought I had won the first three rounds, and then I was tapping, saying, "Okay, he's got this round. We'll go out and get him next round." I misinterpreted the rule, and you can see, you can see your eye of favor and Dominic Cruz both kind of look at him like, "Get the fuck!" It's fucking incredible. That quote of him saying, "What does he say?" Um, 
You're absolutely terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you're disgusting. No, you suck. <laughs> okay, yeah, whatever it is. Um, he, uh, I wish he was a lawyer, and I wish he's my lawyer. Uh, then he tells a story about the Masvidal party, where every guy had a girl assigned to him, and all I could think was, this is a George Masvidal party. Like, this is the the upper echelon of uh, athletes with more money than they know what to no. do to throw a soiree of. Yeah, it's a four, it's your a two hundred dollar hooker. It's a whore. Yeah. <laughs> he made it sound pretty fancy, but I bet it wasn't. Um, is that what defines a fancy party? Whether you get a whore when you walk yes. in the door? Yes. Is that uh-huh. if you go to a party and get your dick sucked without even trying? That you're probably like that's a that was a better party I thought it was going to be. You <laughs> avoided going. Um, if you know, you yeah, avoiding that. going. I wasn't even gonna come to I this wasn't party. I was gonna come, <laughs> and I came twice. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, one, two, three, comedy. Ben, Ben, ben <laughs> no, Bing, bang, boom, got done dirty. Ben asking Jake Paul. Jake Paul has joined a MMA league. Have you? Did you see that? No, is about that Jake true? Paul. What MMA league has he joined? Uh, I do not know what it's called, but he's trying to fight. Um, uh, ben Askren No, again? Diaz. Diaz. Nate Diaz. He, he's, he's called him out. He wants to fight Nate Diaz in MMA. So that so this is an interesting point in his career where he's decided to go for it. I mean, I'm sure he won't. You know, fight some lesser person, dude. Wow. Good luck. Yeah, I but mean, then that's um, really luck, heading sir. into the lion's den. Eh? Yeah, well, he could be putting his money where his mouth is and come out on top. Or I mean, not. Or not. He conceivably could be in the um, UFC in two years. Uh, Joe loves Tommy Fury all of a sudden. It was a weird going. To the, that was hilarious. I don't remember the, the Tommy Fury part. What happened? Well, uh, he was saying about Jake Paul boxing Tommy Fury. Dave Portnoy said, Tommy Fury's not a boxer. Jake Paul would knock him out. And uh, Dave was like, you can't say that. Look at his technique. No, Look Joe, at this guy. Yeah, Joe was like, you can't Tommy call him Fury. not a is Tommy Fury not a boxer? I thought he was a boxer. He, he is, he, but Dave's point was like, Dave's like, yeah, well, I've sit, I sat there and I saw this guy fight, and he's not a boxer. Oh, I I'm see. not going to say he's not a boxer too, but Dave went to the mat for Tommy Fury. No, Joe did. You mean? Yeah, Joe did. My bad. Dave was Joe the anti the Tommy Fury. Dave was anti. Thought they could agree. He was the mat. Hey, Simon go? But then Joe described in boxing, uh, this guy's a, on fire. A good. Boxer is clever to a bunch of shitty fights. And I for me, it just discredits the whole thing. A good boxer is clever. To to get a bunch of fights and a massive uh, uh, record of 7-0. and oh. Just of shitty fights? Well, that's apparently this is the going technique to do it. So you get this reputation, this person's 10-0, then you get on a radar, then someone wants to fight this guy to... Like, it, it start, it, boxing is just, it's all dirty, it seems like. But it's all I'm just dirty, confused. How like. else would it work? You have to fight under people before you fight the like. It's true. Top guys. I, how? What? I, that's what yeah. everybody has it just, to do. It just does. You sound, don't just become a boxer and fight Mike Tyson for the belt. It just does sound that romantic when you like string a bunch of easy. You knock a bunch of guys out and then. Yeah, but hmm. you fight guys at your level, right? Yep. yep. Like, like if you have an O and O record, a friend of ours fl- might have been a, a, a notch on someone's. Bedpost, yeah, on their way to creating the record. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't think so because those aren't. And it would have to be like a registered fight, sanctioned, sanctioned fight. I just, I think it's just the way the business. There's a thing we used to say. Uh, there's a thing we used to say. If someone wasn't feeling on the up on up, and it's called shady deals, and boxing just has shady deals written all over it. Uh, then they got into Andrew Tate a bit. Didn't want to touch it too much. 
didn't want to touch it too much, Joe. No, the whole, I mean, maybe. Because we don't want to know what we don't want to know. And it's the, the whole thing is if he's guilty, you have all the side that can now do their victory lap mm-hmm. for how bad he was. And if he's not guilty, then you have a whole bunch of people and this shitstorm of dick riding continues. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not saying I'm above it and I don't uh, participate, but. Um, in a good amount of dick riding. Agreed. It, <laughs> it's, it's interesting that it happened not in North America. That, so the rules of information have changed. Yeah, but that's on him. On who? Andrew Tate specifically spent like months being like, do you know why I live in Romania? Because it's a corrupt country. And in a corrupt country, I can spend my money to do whatever I want. And in a corrupt country, I know that with my money, I can buy whatever corruption Uh, I want. What I was trying to say is I wonder if this whole process would be going through differently had he been arrested in America. He was in an American jail right now, maybe out on bail. Like legal systems are different. Do you think that... I'm asking you personally now, Kamar. Do you think that this is a attempt from like the powers that be to silence Andrew Tate? I do. You do. It's, Most likely, it yeah. seems like that. Okay, but it, it does he, have that stench. If he goes it. to jail for 20 years, then I I look like a retard. So. But look, they want to quiet Joe Rogan, also, right? Mm-hmm. Why did they never? Get maybe, him in Romania. Well, maybe because he's not in fucking Romania. You maybe, know what maybe I'm saying? They, maybe they've quieted him. No, I think Andrew Tate also has some shady dealings that are that they might get him on. But it, like Dave said, I agree. It just doesn't make sense that he would be doing all this stuff and having a high profile. Well, it, that, that unless you're with. a total asshole. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and I mean. And again, I'm not saying that's the case. He might be being wrongly accused. You may be right, Matt. I have no idea. No, there's a good chance he's also a total asshole. I just, They're both equal in my opinion. I just, like, I don't know. There's some reason that he, like you said, lives in Romania and not... Does he live there? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Anyways, Joe was really kind yeah, of... I think he has suck, multiple passports and that's why he's... balls about how... Hey, listen, he's a kickboxer. He lives in the kickboxing world. Those guys do crazy things. Head, head injuries. Oh, CTE for sure. <laughs> um, he's really sucking his balls. No, I, I think I think Andrew Tate has multiple passports, and that's why he's being detained right now, because he could easily... I do it. not feel like Joe is giving his opinion on Andrew Tate. No. He's no, not no, coming I, out on, like, taking any sort of... I, um, I think there... He, uh, stands even about the things he says. Like, that Dave was want to talk about it more noise. than Joe did. Portnoy wanted to get hit, make sure that you knew that he didn't agree with that guy. Yeah, kind of like the Kanye thing. He condemned oh. Kanye. Well, let's talk about and that. Kanye and Trump is the funniest thing ever. It's ridiculous. Like, is what's really funny is how different that conversation must have been four years later, when Kanye met Trump and told asked him to be his vice president. Yeah, when they went to Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, that must have been fucking hilarious. Well, especially that because that was, was that before. Uh, the tweet it was before the tweet I so believe, yeah but just before trump may see kanye stock in a different uh, light he would have lose my number <laughs> but yeah that's joe this was the first time where joe came out even close to saying kanye was like over the edge because he even said well what did he really say well he said he fucking loved hitler so and we heard he, it yeah. and he Proposed head injury and all. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of car course. accident. Yeah, because Kanye bipolar. does he have a lot of uh, CTE? Well, he was in a bad car accident. Remember? Oh, right. terrible car oh, accident. Oh, that's right. That's 
right. Uh, all the earmarks. All the earmarks. <laughs> but um, takes the box. In his defense, uh, Dave's never liked Kanye, so it wasn't like that was a breaking point. Um, no. But Portnoy thinks Trump is very, very, very smart. That was that. that that'd be the context quote I take out of it. Um, and that he brings <laughs> he brings him in after his uh, interview. Goes see this room. Yeah, this Lewinsky, Lewinsky room. room. Yeah. He's such a what's it called? Locker room. The part that he failed to mention is Trump had it all suited up with like bean bags and lava lamps, yeah. and he's a, he's a locker room janitor. That That's where Trump. he grabs pussy. That's where he does all his heavy-duty meetings. Um, Trump's misstep was to fall. It's the best room in the whole place. There's a free one for you, Matty. Thanks, man. Trump's biggest misstep was to lean too much into the stop the steal. Yeah. <laughs> Has he figured out a way to be like, they screwed us, but you know what? For the better of the country, I'll give it to them, and we'll win the next time. No, or, pro- or proven it. Or proven it. Well, obviously... No, but that's a big caveat, if right? You, if he proves it, if, if you if you cast him aspersions as they did to his when he won, but moved on with it, I think he's in a much better position now because he's. Well, I think January sixth sealed his fate. I don't think it's the stop the vote. I think he'd still be okay. Like saying uh, yeah, I, that they stole the vote. Fight, Joe makes it seem like it's a way bigger deal than you, I think it actually is in the public. This idea of uh, you don't get to January 6th if he pumps the brakes. On the stop the steal? Yeah, but that's really, like, that's the kind of unforgivable point for most people, I think. Even if you're a Trump supporter, I think you lose a lot of people there when you are, like, blatantly inciting violence. To, but the problem... Or yeah. no, maybe not violence, but some sort of weirdness to go down, you know? The problem is, because I watched that... Uh, oh, finally, This place did, rules. Yeah. Yep. And... Um, there's no discussion of the FBI involvement, no. which we which yep. we know of, and that cannot be overlooked. That's overlooked, why. That's I don't think. why it's really a kind of one sided documentary. I, but I, he is getting. He, I saw him do an interview about it with like NPR, and they were trying to be like, and we're showing how the the right is so crazy, and he's like, no, that's not what I'm trying to show. He's trying to show all echo bubbles and all of all the fierceness that's coming on. Sure. I mean, I could give him way more benefit of the doubt, I guess, before I saw who the producer was. The, 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 um, Alex Jones part, his inciting speech is in like November. Like the, the the one where he's saying 1866. No. Yes. No, no, it is. It is. Really? It is. It is. It's not, it's not the morning of. No, it's not. That is an that's another there was three or four of them. Okay. And it's just crazy regardless. I still don't think he did any favors of defending it and he looks stupid saying, I told him not to do it at this point. But I don't didn't realize how the incessant arguing that was going on in the streets of Washington for all these Antifa, whatever. Even the Proud Boys, the guy's like, I'm just selling t-shirts. Like everyone, <laughs> everyone's Got an angle and a scam, and it's, it's isn't it crazy it's in that Alex Jones doing the workout, pouring the liquor into yeah, his it's mouth? Insane. Like it Gonzo. makes him look fucking Gonzo. terrible. Well, like a braided she though. Well, dude, CT, I honestly, a lot of CT. I K. When I, I saw that, pass. when I saw that, I, I I was genuinely sad. I was I felt like 
this guy kind of must have fucked Alex Jones because that it's one thing to show him the truth, you know, show him doing this seemed like you got him drunk and convinced him to do something really stupid, you know? Well, what would you do if you got fined a billion dollars? <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing. Squ- I'm doing squats with a bottle of whiskey I too. I guess. Get yeah, up the other day, live a normal yeah. life. Yeah. Um, Did you also see the Andrew Callahan interview where he's interviewing the guy from Q, where he shows him photos? He's like, uh, he's got like a photo of Tom Hanks. The guy's like, definitely a pedophile. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's what this. That's what this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then, and, and then that's, he's like, he's like goes, didn't you get? You're did, a pedophile. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the other ends. part I didn't like about this documentary too is that if you want, whatever you want to call it, is that um, they're showing that guy, he's talking the whole time. Fine, you kind of know he's crazy. And then at the end, the big reveal is he's a pedophile. Like, just tell me that right away or no, don't bother no, showing no, him, no, you know? The, it's only an hour. I know, that's, but yeah. it's just... That's a, the big reveal. That's a ta-da. It's like we... These people are... The family was... Sorry, go on. We look to guys like Andrew Callahan because it's the most real. Yeah. Right. That's why I watched All Gas No Breaks. That's why, because you knew that it was just him with a microphone, wrong, wrong. and these people were doing their thing. This was so produced and so oh, got put up by HBO. So I also, of course, I know, of course, it was produced. I also okay. watched. I watched Andrew Callahan to laugh. I don't want some serious political commentary. That, I want him at like Burning Man, interviewing acid fucking heads and like goths. And, you like, know what I mean? Like when he's interviewing that kid. The kids who are just so, and you're the like family, laughing yeah. like crazy, but then it's so sad because you know that these are like real people, you know? I didn't watch the thing yet, but I know what oh, you're talking you about where he interviews it. the family and they're like, everyone's an alien or like a lizard, lizard people. people. And, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, you, is fine if you want to believe that shit when you're 19, but. Yeah, I can't imagine old. those kids have a lot of friends at school. Well, they don't. They told you. <laughs> they said they have no friends. <laughs> yeah, of course. She's like, I have a friend, but she's weird. Oh, imagine like, how I'm weird that sure kid is. She thinks you're weird. Dude. <laughs> no, imagine how weird that kid probably is. Holy fuck. Is that it, Kamar? No, you know I, was, what's I, so I was just trying to figure out is how. The, uh, I mean, we do have to move on from the Portland. Always Sunny in His Philadelphia. Is. You watch that? It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, yeah. yeah. You know how she was. Uh, there was Fatty Mick, uh, whatever. Her friend, yeah, Dee's br- friend, yeah. Fatty Mick. Yeah, when she gets married. And then, well, in school, because she was really fat yeah. and she wore the brace and yeah. she had a name, the... I can't I remember. Thought, the I thought you would the remember something monster. The, yeah, the It was the steel. something monster. I can't remember. Anyways, Just funny. one last thing. Whatever. They, they, they were talking Whatever. about... That went terrible. Can you cut that whole part out? <laughs> Thanks, buddy. No. They, they were talking about election fraud and Dave was like, well, I think they're all cheating. If, you, if you're not winning elections, you're not cheating hard enough. And then, then they have the um, Congressman Santos. Have you heard about this guy? Yeah. Who just total lied about right. everything. So anyways, they have this thing where they have to choose the speaker yeah. of the house. Yeah. And they have to vote. And they have to go around. And she writes the one woman with a pencil. I was right, yay or nay or who they vote for. It's this long, laborious process. Usually symbolic this year has been the, the most votes in 160 years. This guy... <laughs> When they called out his name, he didn't know they were called. It's probably not even his real name. When they called his name, he missed the vote. <laughs> they're like Santos, and meanwhile, Bill doesn't know they're calling He's him. He's talking so yeah. oh, no oh, yeah. idea. But you know what his cover is? He's gay. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was in a car accident or something. Well, you're wondering, had, how had, can had this drama. guy lie about all this stuff and go, he's a, he's a gay Latino. So he sort of got some... 
oppression uh, deflection of facts. And but truth. you're making it seem like the fact that he's gay and Latino is somehow going to shield him from the fact that he's lied about everything. How do we know if he's even gay or Latino? He's also a Republican. So they, they he helps diversify their I portfolio. love the idea that a gay Latino is like, you know what I'm going to lean into? Straight Jew. Yeah, no Jewish. Oh, sorry. Jew-ish. Yeah, that's right. Jewish. Yeah, I mean, my. that's a great answer. Um, and yeah, then, no, I didn't say I was Jewish. Yeah, you missed. You misheard me. I wonder if there's more smoke. Um, my finger if, on the table. if there's more fire with the uh, UFC betting scandal because you've mentioned it before, and it'd be interesting if it brought down to a sneeze. More file. More fire, a sneeze, what? It's worse for the UFC than they are letting on, and it's not as big a story as it should be. Oh, this is betting in the UFC, I see. Well, (laughs) when your biggest biggest, um, sponsor is DraftKings, and you can't, you, yeah, it's a problem. My favorite part of this episode was when Joe said, yeah, I used to bet, and then I saw that it was probably a conflict of interest, so then I would just tell my business partner what, yeah guys to bet on and he would bet like i'm pretty sure that's just you betting dude he calls no, it no, the, no. P- the pete rose special it worked because he bet under the name aubrey but his name is chris <laughs> 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 it's perfect what are we talking about they're here? never gonna catch us <laughs> and then joe goes on one of his uh rants about killer ability decision about gordon ryan and porter just like what sport is this I swear to God, when I saw pictures of Gordon Ryan, I thought he was 50 years old. Because he dyed his hair? Just he looks like an old like sensei or something, and he's like 27 years old. It's crazy. He looks like he's drawn. Yeah. Someone drew him. Like if you were going to draw like, um, what's that guy's name from uh, Marvel? Uh, Anyways, he had gray hair, looked like him. Somebody will know what I'm talking about. Someone. He was in that movie. Okay, we got to uh, move on. Not your look. They have offensive MVP, on. defensive MVP, offensive rookie of the year, and defensive rookie of the year. That's Jonathan Vilma's NFC North Awards. Uh, so that's I, nothing. I, I, Dave so, didn't want this conversation. I wish they talked about pizza. I give it a three. I'll give it a three and a half because I wanted Dave. I should give it a five because when you get what you've been asking for, it should get a five. You don't want to sound spoiled. That's yeah. crazy. But it is really never fun. meet your heroes. I give it a three. That's fine. All right, moving on. Wait, real in closing. Last week we were talking about that NFL MVP shit. Did I? I sent you that Ladanian Tomlinson video on Instagram. Yeah, I the don't numbers. Think I opened it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. No, but have you ever get said something? I'll look this up in five minutes because you're doing something like cooking or something, and then. You're at the podcast and you're admitting to self-defense. <laughs> Either way, the year he won MVP, his numbers were staggering. Because he, he was like 1,500-yard receiver and Russian runner or something. Dude, he was scoring like two touchdowns a game. I'll pull up the numbers. It's, it's literally like it's it's unlike anything you've ever seen. It's crazy. Say the name and the number of this guy while I pull this up. 1921, Peter Zeman. Zima. Zimi. <laughs> Definitely the most interesting episode of the week. Uh, Never Trust a Man with a Ponytail. Zeham was his name. Okay, can I listen to this? He won Offensive Player of the Year and MVP, and he set a record for 31 touchdowns scored in a season. This is what he did in 10 weeks. Four touchdowns, one touchdown, three touchdowns, three touchdowns, four touchdowns, four touchdowns, two touchdowns, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, two touchdowns. Get the fuck out of here. Move on. There's got to be Charger (laughs) fans because of him. Uh, 
Um, this guy was fucking annoying, though. You thought he was annoying? Why? Oh, are we going to talk about the Middle East crisis? I suppose. I mean, it's <laughs> not the best situations. I, he was just so prepared in a ponytail. World's coming to an end. His background is in economical development. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, but if he's saying the world as we know it is ending, the way things are is ending in 10 years, uh, it sounds like it's all good. For America. For America and Canada. As long as um, For America. No nukes. a couple of things don't happen. Well, that also depends on them having Mexico as a trading partner. Yeah, we're crossing over. It's interesting that he... Um, well, no, it's not interesting. That's what he is into, is money and working with other countries and supply chains. The part that stuck to me the most was when he started talking about China. Because we've seen China become this massive like economic superpower in just a very short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And uh, it never made sense to me, like just from my stupid brain, like how um, the Americans owed debt to China and this and that. Like I just didn't really get the whole thing, but it totally makes sense if the only reason that China is where it is is because they're actually just like they, or were anyways before this, guy came into power were just a cog in a wheel for um, like American Western society. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It would make sense how they could have debt because it just is them. You know what I mean? That they were, that was just like, they were pretty much just making factories for cheap labor. That's things Mm -hmm. they couldn't do here. Okay. Or didn't want to do here. Well, didn't want to do here because... Well, wouldn't that mean there would be a lot of economic growth because they'd still be a ton of money moving into the country? Like, just because you have cheap labor doesn't mean you're not... You're producing stuff. Yeah, you're still... And the American companies are still paying you like you're a real company, right? They're just paying you less because your overhead is less. But Like, if you manufacture... Like, that company that manufactures the iPhones where the people kill themselves where they have the nets. I can't remember what it's called. Foxconn one or whatever. Yeah. I assume that, like, Apple pays decently to that company. You think people are getting paid well there? You think No, no, no. I don't the think company the, the company that oversees that thing that that sends them the manufactured iPhones, I think they make a great deal of money. Sure, you may be right. Like um again, I'm uh, in my, I'm not sure why the American like why we everybody here wouldn't just want to be making all of that here. I, That's happening. It's too expensive, but you're setting the prices, so I'm just not sure. Well, no, but that's it because listen, if you if you don't have a like let's say you're selling an iPhone, Matt, for the first time. Okay. And you decide that the iPhone is going to be $100. You can keep deciding how much that iPhone is going to be until a competitor comes in with another product that is going to force you to adjust your price. But not really. Let's say, okay, let's say right now, for the sake of argument, that they're, they only profit 25% off an iPhone sale. Let's just say, well, we don't know how much those components are, right? Like, how much do you think it costs to make an iPhone? I, I doubt it it's cheap. doesn't cost very much at all. Only because they, well, first of all, R&D, they don't pay proper labor or they're not paying on. the labor in the mines. They're not. That's one area they're not paying. They're paying, ton, they're paying tons of tech people, tons of cash. 
in Palo Alto or Los, where the fuck their fucking headquarters is. Those people are making a ton of money, right? The R&D side, they're dumping a shitload of money into. Yeah, I know, but you should have to do that and the other, and they're not having to, so they're making tons of cash, you know? Well, they are making tons of cash, because we keep buying iPhones. But my point is, like, let's say, what do you think the markup is, I'm asking you, on an iPhone? If you wanted me to guess, I think that they probably make an iPhone for like $6. Each iPhone. Each iPhone, when you like... Including R&D. If you include everything, every step of the way. You guys are getting lost of weeds. Yeah, you yeah. need Anyways, quick magic matter. numbers to, to doesn't matter. make this I, I, work. You know what I mean? $10 an iPhone. <laughs> well, no, well, but I mean. Whatever it is. Let's say it's $10 an iPhone. Just, but there's no way, way it's $10 it an iPhone. It doesn't matter how much it is. We're yes, trying to it get does. the example, though. You no, want, but it does matter, Kamar. You think it's like $40 because if an, iPhone, an iPhone? If an iPhone costs you $1,000, but it costs them $700 to make, it matters versus $10. But they, they make, obviously, the 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 profit margin it's not obvious but the profit margin on the actual physical phone is probably narrow because all the money's made in the subscription from the Rogers which probably gives them a rebate for the phones and the apps that's where they make all the money they don't make the money on the actual phone itself the physical thing it's it, the, it breaks even maybe the fact that you need to have a some sort of provider for that phone is that what you're all thinking? those things is that's where the untrue. money's made they. When you get a phone from your provider, you're, they they pay full pot for that phone. And start out what the phone is worth now. It's worth a thousand dollars, say. Yeah, that's what I'm. And you think it's it. and it's less than ten dollars a phone to make. But no, it sells for he's 1, saying that. I'm saying it. I'm saying it probably costs them with R and D and everything. It probably costs them like three hundred bucks an iPhone. Yeah, okay. They five, probably make seven hundred. I'll even give you five hundred dollars a phone. Each phone buys another phone to make. My point is, once, you, once you start manufacturing them here, all the profit goes away. Well, sure, but exactly what Kamar said, like, you know, maybe the profit isn't in the phone. Maybe you have to take on a more uh, aggressive profit. You, well, strategy. no, you, you have to lose a bit to make I a mean, lot. I mean, Kamar's you know? right in that they probably make a shitload off the app store. That's where they probably make a ton of money, right? Because they siphon a little bit off of every app purchase. And because they control that market, I assume they make a ton of money off the Just app store. Just rounding up half cents probably makes yeah. them a billion dollars a year. Oh, I... Oh. I bet it makes so much more than that. One thing, just sidebar, there was no Congo mentioned in this. Nope. Which I don't... Curious Joe, as it were, would... What? How do you feel Congo plays into this? Or well, the, I think he pretty much said, like, there's not enough of... And he listed off four or five different minerals that you need for these cars and stuff. And one of them was uh, cobalt. Yeah, but that, that, that that's a different conversation. That, I that, think... That's why we're never going green, he said. I think the point, Kamar, was he was he was trying to paint a picture of like the superpowers and he was like, the Congo isn't a power. So, well, what I thought we could extract from it is if China is about to collapse because they're too old Mm -hmm. and the world is actually getting so old, there's the, the globalized consumption is going to go down because less people need stuff. Yes. That's going to cause a collapse of China ergo that would cause their collapse in Congo or their ability to control. Like, I don't know. Do people just wander there like uh, walking dead? Is that what he, he didn't just quite describe what the collapse of China is, but I guess they just become they just the killing fields or the dying fields. Like what happens to all those people? What happens there? to a country that collapses that can't sustain itself? Well, he said, yeah, like hundred a hundred million people die. And, and he, then they'll, he give some number. Then and then some places operate will become their own entities, and the other place will become like war zones. I guess like, he suggested uh, us go, are going back to more of a nineteen thirties lifestyle that's what he said it looked like i mean listen 
I think we can all agree that this idea of having everything made somewhere else to get it on pennies of the dollar probably wasn't a great idea. It was it's, good for money. It's where we are right now, but it's it's not good, right? Like no, but it is capitalism. Right I at know, the end of the day, you can still have cap there. Nope. There can still be rules to capitalism. I'm right? just saying pure, pure capitalism, right? Is make it for the cheapest, sell it for the most you can get for it, right? That's the Yeah, yeah. No, no, for sure. And had I they agree said, but you. you can only make things in America, then they still would have found the cheapest way to do I it. Agree, yeah. It just would have stayed at home. Yeah. I and agree. instead they said, Well, it we're never gonna get it cheap enough with our own people because they're humans and they demand a certain amount of money we have to take it to somewhere where they're not human. Like that's pretty much what they're doing, right? Like it's okay to go here and do it for this much cheaper. Yeah. Because your people are lesser than our people. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the whole thing is gross. And wh- wh- why it ever got like that is um, that probably was like one of those turning points in time where if you could see the other timeline right now, somewhere else, it's just all flowers and rainbows, you know? We did it right. Well, we did it wrong. They no, did it they right. they did it right. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, but that's we still, right? Because we're alive in that one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we, for all- we might not be around this table. No, no. But no, we might, no. and it's just all rainbows and trees around us, you know? All the Mike Bakers of the world have said the biggest fear for us is China. Don't know something, because China's about to collapse and no longer fear. But maybe that's a liability for the adaptation that's going to have to happen here and elsewhere losing this power that produces all this stuff for cheap. But isn't that interesting what he said where he was like, like you never, we never have to fear China really because they need so much of other people's shit to survive that you would be able to choke that out in. They have no food. I mean, you would have to fear them, I guess, if they decided to go with Russia, but I get the feeling that like, but even then, what are you going to like? Let's, let's just stop. Okay. If you're Russia, and we've cut you off from food. If you nuke your food provider, haven't you just killed yourself anyway? So are they really going to use nukes? Well, like if you nuke the states, right, That who you could argue provide a ton of food or any area, right? You nuke a, a fertile area, that, that land is done. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and I assume that, you know, people think thought in the olden days, let's say like Hitler, like, you know, we'll use a nuke. He did it. I'm just saying. And then I'll go hide somewhere. They'll never find me. They're not going to be able to nuke me. But according to this guy, they just know where everybody is at every. So you could do that. Just know that it's going to be the very last thing you ever do. Right. You don't get to win that way. Yeah. Your history will be written. However, it's well, it won't be written because your country will be annihilated. You know, I mean, he made it sound like this Russia, Ukraine thing is going to be a problem for the foreseeable future so so there's a prediction we call him on he said this is just the beginning of the war yeah this is like a 10-year thing ukraine is gonna retool all the weapons they confiscated from russia russia has another two hundred thousand troops with their newer stuff i was watching a guy man on the street in rural russia asking people about the war and you'd be surprised how many people were like yeah we're fighting gay demons they didn't say gay demons i was was waiting for the gay demons but like they got to do what they got to do and this always how it happens early on a lot die but they'll figure it out isn't that crazy though that according to this guy maybe he's wrong but every war they've ever fought has gone the same way where year one they you just lose a lot of men and they're old men on the street saying this 
to this guy in Russian. Well, I mean, that, I mean that's like a, it is part of their culture. Culture that, that this is how you we do. send all the young men to die, and then and it's the world's against us. But they're all going to die as well, like China. So it's wait them out, and like you predicted. Ukraine is going to take them over eventually if they keep getting the money. That's the one thing he didn't mention about Ukraine's ability to withstand is a hundred billion dollars from America. How is it? How is this war different if they if America goes Ukraine? Who Ukraine? Obviously they didn't, but he didn't mention how that is helping prolong this war, which is in the well. I think I said, he hundreds did. of thousands are. Dying. He was saying like soon they're going to have tanks from America, whatever tank that was, and tanks from. I think like, are you just saying boots on the ground? Is that what you're well, talking about? Well, I heard one guy who was the first person to say, if Putin used chemical weapons, because everyone agrees they're not going to do the nuclear option because, like you said, it's shooting yourself in the foot. And he also mentioned that they put out communiques to let Putin know they know where he is. Yeah. He's very confident of... Uh, I'm not where you say America's, I am. Well, no, he's he's saying Putin will not strike uh, America as a, as a thing because they'll just kill him. And he's not going to shoot Ukraine maybe Poland or something else that they don't want as much. I hope, imagine if the NSA sent you a text every day with your current location, just as like a reminder. It was just a picture of you in the bath. (laughs) Oh, whoa, whoa. Like we got good drones. Yeah. Yeah. The best. We got good satellites. So like the biggest polluter, the biggest invader are fall are crumbling. So it's just a waiting game. And if China falls apart, that's probably better for the environment. And so, I, I mean, the world is ending as we know it, but it's changing into this, and we are in a good position for the end of this world that we knew. I mean, you're not going to be there for it, so don't worry about um, it. Chipper old Simon. No, none of us are, <laughs> yeah, right? You're it, talking yeah. about doing things for your children's children. Like, when does he think China... Oh, I guess that's only 10 years before well, he, China he falls. He said uh, Russia's done in 2050, 2070, and China in 15 years. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll take that back. You'll still be around. It won't, you know, you'll be... I don't think you'll be as concerned. But but there's going to be huge uh, ripple effects because China is the biggest importer in the world. So you're losing your best. Everyone's losing their best customer. Well, basically, you're going to shake the tree and only the right are going to stay. And on he them. thinks this you results know? in simpler, safer supply chains. Which we all agree. Rotten fruit. More stuff should be in-house. And isn't that how it always is? Like in-house tomato sauce on your pasta is better homemade. Um and he says, we're fine because we have Mexico and they work cheaper, much more officially than China, except the cartels. Well, that was interesting because his whole thing kind of was based on them having this relationship with Mexico. Mexico. Yes. And that's, I mean, I guess if the government, like, is it even good if the military beats them? Which military? The U.S. The, or the no, Mexican the military? Mexican military. Well, the fear is even if the military beats them, the military will become them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So now we have cocaine and tanks. So they arrested his son. Did you see that this weekend? The I massive shootout where they shot at a on. commercial airplane because they arrested him and then raced to the airport well, to get him out of there because any they couldn't put him in jail because they'll just come and blow up the building and take him out. They couldn't just drive because they'll hunt him. Like, well, that was what happened the last time they took him, right? They It yeah, took they them too long to get him to the U.S. And It's better than any narcos that was based on the real shit they already do. Well, that whole story of what's going on down there with like all the factioning of the cartel is so interesting. I mean, that really is a... 
series. And I think where he lost me was when he, he said, if you leave us cocaine, then everyone's going to be on cocaine and we're going to lose productivity. As we've uh, already learned, with weed's legalized. Right? Here it is, yeah. And it was, for 50 years, it couldn't be legalized because we'd fall apart. Yeah. It, like, it's, it's just another... But he said it would be a wash. And if it's a wash and you don't have the cartel, then that sounds like a win, right? Yep. Yeah. But I don't think you're ever getting rid of the cartel. I think that's a pipe dream. Well, as he said, they've transitioned to legal business. But that's fine. So isn't that the whole point? Like you stop the drugs. And if they want to fucking make all their money off limes, like more power to them. Or they could buy the companies to make the drugs legally under the new framework. Under the new framework. (laughs) We're not getting rid of them. Um, he said Mexican gangs sort of rode out the bloods and the crips. That's crazy. It is crazy because there's still gangs and stuff, but it isn't like. But what didn't it used to we be. know this? Like, isn't M- M- MS 13? MS 13, yeah. isn't that a cartel gang? No, and they're it, like an El Salvador. And, 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 and we want to talk about these guys. We, like, we always true. knew that they were coming in and taking everybody. And out. they were the most ruthless, like the uh, so Jalisco sound, new generation. That sounds about like they're the same thing. Which is though. the mass murders, like the zero, zero, zero. Remember that? Yeah. That all show, these, that fictional this show. is all happening. <laughs> yeah, that one. And it's madness. Like this is, ha- and again, the war in Ukraine is where they're focusing all their money. Whether you've got a ticking time bomb there, you know, the human rights atrocities in Congo, blah, 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 blah. Um, he just blah 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 all the human atrocity human atrocity yeah Yeah. that's in 20 years everything will be fine this is a once in a hundred year opportunity it's very misleading the end of the world and he feels it's it's an opportunity um he's against crypto oh vietnamese against crypto. it holds no value but i until you can make a computer receive a 20 dollar bill so i can do something I, I think it always will well, have legs. You have a bank account, right? Yeah, and for most things you can buy with your bank account. Well, Apple Pay when you make an online purchase, how do you think that happens? So I suppose the only thing they're actually used for is buying NFTs, and NFTs are bunk, so it's crazy. Well, no, but I, I mean, you're just attributing uh, a thing that already exists right now. Maybe in another universe where the metaverse took off and was this huge... You would um, need environment it as a now currency, is there, yeah. a digital currency for a digital world. He said, what, what's it at? He sense. says, Bitcoin's at, what, 16,000? It only has to go down to 17,000, and then it'll be where it's at. So that's another prediction that the war, like the war, I think the war, a lot of people, the war could get a lot worse all of a sudden in the next couple months, and something, some truce happens, like something Bad happens. Well, Not chemical weapons or nukes, but a lot of people. Didn't he say like we're gonna see when the? Because he even mentioned the ground hardening just briefly yeah. about winter there or whatever. So, so the time is nigh. Although, <laughs> glad I brought up how Kamar, mild Kamar from the Shire. how mild is this January so far? Oh, don't jinx it. Don't do that. But he did say that like the Ukrainians also. So they've had people who were training. Abroad. Abroad now coming in. So it's like getting your, uh, what did he call it? Your, I don't know. Calvary. Some, some Roman Your wind back. Anyways, yeah. Reinforcements. Like getting your big guns. Your top Gs, as it were. Just to bring it all full circle. That's go. a real Look professional. Look at you go, yeah. So if the Bing, war. Bang, boom, This guy's comedy. been here before. This guy thinks it could go 10 years. If the war ends in six months, he was wrong. Um... If if China is around in twenty years, he was wrong. 
He's against he's against EVs, but he is green. He, he says does. it's not technically possible to go green because the a mass of materials is what you're saying before offsets all your carbon credits. Oh, that carbon credits, and so it's just technically possible. We've never done it before, and that's why crypto won't work because whatever value could have is offset by the carbon credits to produce the energy that's it takes just to make Bitcoin. It. That's just Bitcoin. But, you I mean, mine Bitcoin like that? I don't believe you mine Ethereum. It's the or, foundation. Am I wrong, Matt? No, Ethereum, you got to mine. It just might be less. Uh, it might take a lot less energy. But Kamar, the whole thing about the, oh the EVs is like, I agree with him right <sighs> now, but there's no reason to stop working on them because they, they're not. Like five years from now, we could find a more viable way of making EVs where the carbon footprint is like, cut in half and then from there we cut it in you know what i mean but we did agree that the it's not a carbon footprint but whatever's happening in congo to facilitate evs is a problem which sort of negates you save the planet and we're we're just starting to sacrifice these people who live here sure for the betterment yeah what they I'm, sorry go ahead i was just gonna say but what i'm saying is in a perfect world where the congo's stable and we buy that shit off them at a regular price and it's you know it's not just poor people mining for like nothing a day we can get to a world where EVs work. Hopefully, that wouldn't that be like if, if we had. If, if hold on, there's two ifs in there. I get it. Yeah, if yeah. If we find some new wicked no, material, but hold on. That, no, no, no. Because the one if we already deal with the one like you have an iPhone, I have an iPhone, he has an iPhone. That's a tablet. Fucking, we all already deal with the fact that the guilty. Congo. Yeah. Yes. So we already no, deal. but there's a limited amount of that thing. That's what we're not taking into account. There, once that cobalt is gone, but global consumption is going down. So. Th- consumption for cobalt will go down and they'll suffer still sad i think that um and they'll suffer still it's sad that's trump that's <laughs> my trump Anyways, impression i forget what we were even talking about um, what were we talking about evs cobalt. no i'm sorry EVs. EVs. oh it, right the electric vehicles i i think we're getting stuck matt maybe if i could speak for you some sort of of electric or something nuclear vehicle is going to take over for the future. We're going to have to do something that's better than the way we're doing it. But this one that they have this Tesla one with the battery that they have right now, like Kamar saying is smoke and mirrors, man. It's we're doing better here and creating a whole new horrible problem over here. It's a means to an end though. If if we had stayed working from the eighties on the EV, who knows where we'd be now, Simon? So you can't sure. But it is also possible, Matt, that like, look, it doesn't work. They've done this work. They've built a battery. We've reached a point where look, nobody thought about the, the components it takes to make. We can't make them synthetically for some reason. We got to focus on something different. You're going to have guys like Elon who are going to always try and convince you that this is the right way to go. And other people in politics who believe this and who are all tied into this thing, even though it may be the wrong idea, not saying that going green isn't the right idea, but this one, it's our, you know, it's already become so much of a business just in with the buying the credits and the, this and that it's already broken before it's even started. I agree, but we probably should move to these rod things. He's talking about. All I'm saying is if it's a means to an end, if it, if it gets us to that, this nuclear car that you're talking about, then we should start taking those steps where, right. Sure. That's only if we're able to, you know, dead end some projects, I guess, like, or else you just look if he's selling us a monorail, Matt. 
I get it. I'm just saying if you can if you can put a small battery in a car that doesn't take a bunch of conflict minerals yep. and you can charge it in five minutes and you get, you know, four thousand kilometers off it, boom, we're there. Yeah. You're absolutely right, and but we're talking about an the in between. I said is a lot. We're obviously. talking about yeah, an X I get factor. it. Yeah, we're I am, talking yeah. about something that doesn't exist that we need to exist to make their project work. But we know that things exist through working towards yes, them, right? Yep. And if you just keep going with the status quo, you're never going to get there, regardless. Sure. The problem, though, is when the companies that are driving things forward only have their interest in mind, you can end up down some pretty dark places and then you're, you know, having to dig yourself out of a huge hole to start a new direction. I understand, but hear me out. Like take Elon out of it because he's... Let's, let's take Elon Because out of he it. has made all the other car companies now move to the EV model. Yes, so, yeah. So you can get rid of Elon because if he changed the industry, then job done there, right? Like if, if Tesla fizzles out and is nothing and he becomes some Howard Hughes type recluse who's pissing in a bottle in a $50,000 house. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying if we end up, if we end up with cleaner energy and cleaner way to move around, that's obviously better for us. Okay. We're in agreement there. I just, I, I, I'm not saying we're there now. I don't think it's possible. It really seems like, um, anyways. Yeah. You wanted to call it climate change, not climate disaster which I think is also another way. If you're going to change your definitions of vaccines, I think that's a nice little twist of phrase. Keep it climate change, not climate disaster. Because we will obviously have to adapt more than we will cool down the planet. Uh, well, I think I very much agree with his stance on the climate because he's like, look, we are doing damage, but at the same time, you can look and see that trends go up and down all throughout history, millions of years. But right now, we are where we are, you know? So... Um, electric cars. You'll never have this data because we've never had this time before. Electric cars do not work in the cold. Electric, yeah, because they're useless. My, uh, we have one in our family. Oh, is it true? No, my, my roommate has one, and its uh, distance has gone in half in the cold. So it's terrible to have those cars. <laughs> well, here. you couldn't have one here if you're going to save someone <laughs> who's trapped on a highway way up deep. So it's not an option here. Imagine getting that call. Or it's and you're not like, practical. I'm stuck. I'm four hours outside of town. Can you come help me? You're like, no, my. We're just charging. We're just charging. Well, I also saw this guy. My who scooter was, only makes meet, it. Can you meet uh, me halfway? I mean, they're really designed for California. I saw this guy demonstrating. He's like, you can tell that this thing's designed for California. He pops the trunk of his Tesla. And when he pops it, all the snow slides off the windshield right, right into, into the, the trunk. trunk yeah. yeah. And he's like, fucking awesome. Great. Yep. So that's another uh, against electric cars, hydrogen cars. He thinks it's too unstable. I that announcement came out what two weeks ago now that they got fission or fusion. I think that's that's the X factor we've been looking for. No time for nuclear, but if there was nuclear, we have to get rid of nuclear waste. What about putting in volcanoes? Does that make sense? Well, it has to be cool, I believe. Just add a little volcano to everything. I don't car. think it but can doesn't be a lava warm just place. absorb everything. Or, or you would just, just want to destroy it. Produce the the radiation like evaporates. I don't think you understand. <laughs> so I know I don't. I know, but I'm just saying. But lava doesn't just keep cooking, right? Like if you take lava out of a volcano, it dries and then whatever's in, yeah. inside it. And then that's a radiated uh radioactive rock. I, I don't know. No, that's not how that works. But he's saying that's the biggest problem with um nuclear waste or going more nuclear is you've got to figure out a safe way to store spent stuff, which plutonium. somehow is, is weapons-grade weapons plutonium. Weapons-grade plutonium. Which means like it just sounds like it's meant to be. 
He's like Doc from Back to the Future. Well, it would this it would make sense if like so you change your power to nuclear, you end up with all this the the byproduct at the end is weapons grade plutonium. You use that to make your military. You, you know what I'm saying? You don't need to have all these men because you have an unlimited supply of plutonium. No one's going to fuck with you. Also, isn't it? We know it how seems safe, like a win-win, no? The only yeah. reason they don't blast it off into space is the possibility the spaceship could blow up and not get out of the atmosphere, right? Or maybe as it gets oh, that close seems like to the best the dump sun, in the world. It just, an <laughs> infinite void to put garbage into. Uh, but I'm I'm a simple man. He thinks wind powers away. I'm also concerned. Geothermal. Do you know? Like, if you go 20 feet down, it's like seven degrees. Like, okay. there, like there is heat, and there's got to be a way to. Well, not everywhere. The, there's the everywhere. inside. Sun. No, not everywhere. I'm everywhere. telling you, everywhere. Everywhere. What? Everywhere on the planet. At a certain point, you get closer to the core of the Earth. It heats up, and it's actually temperature. It's not frozen all the way down. And you're saying, dude, if you're in the Atlantic Ocean, I don't care if you go 20 feet down, it's still fucking frigid. no, it, no, it's warm at the bottom of the ocean. You just said at it the is. bottom of the ocean, at the bottom of the ocean, yeah, that's wait, that's not 20 feet. Oh, oh you mean you see somewhere feet deep down in the water? Be cool. yeah. No, no, you're saying you've at the be, bottom of every ocean is warm, okay. Kamar? Yes, the bottom of every ocean is yes. warm. Every single one, yes, even like the Arctic Ocean yes. has a warm bottom. Yes. Is that true? Yes. Okay, it has look, to be. Look that. No, it doesn't have the to be. Center of the Earth, it allegedly, <laughs> is hotter than the sun. Kamar, I think there are pockets of places where there are. Cer- look, look it up. Just look it up. Um, yeah, you can't just look at him. He's doing this like there isn't a computer with a wealth of information in front of him. Oh, he can't look. I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't worry. I won't do it. Don't worry. I won't do it. <laughs> what is going on here? Um, it makes sense. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, okay. fine. Listen, if you want to talk about a hollow earth, I'm all, I'm with you. No, I, I just geothermal as a form of like heating homes or whatever. Like it's never spoken of. I wonder why. Well, so you want us to what put a is pipe? Never you want us to put a how? pipe to the center of the earth and somehow harness? No, just to the bottom of the ocean. But we can't even get to the bottom. It of the doesn't ocean. have to be the bottom of the ocean. It can be the bottom. Yeah, yeah, a pipe that turns a turbine. Or thousands of pipes that go down. So wait, hold on a second. According to your logic, Kamar, no matter where we go outside and dig a hole, it gets as we dig down, it gets warmer. Eventually. I mean... No, 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 no. No, anywhere. If you dig through a mile-long glacier, then yeah, it's going to be cold halfway down. Okay, how about this? If we just go and dig... 20 feet down outside should be it should not be frozen it should be getting warmer you think it'll get warmer if we keep taking soil temperatures you think 20 feet down warmer no that's wrong i don't know that number but yes i think you're right as like exponentially closer to the middle of the earth it would get warmer but i don't think that means that the top mile is any uh warmer than the top and not rock. 20 either. miles. Rock. Sorry. Anyways, anyways. Am I wrong here? No, I'm agreeing with you now. Yes. I'm with you. You guys don't know. Stupid. And thing. nor do I. Stupid thing to say. He said the biggest problem is we're going to have to pick winners from losers. Uh, we being Canada, because we have all the food. Um, no, we have all the potash. That's We have our... the fertilizers to create the food in places. But he said there's the food is distributed and there's someone's going to be like, not enough food for you. And that I feel like will become an enemy <laughs> of ours. 
Probably, because we don't have a, any way to defend it. But they it. won't be able to do anything because they won't have any potash to grow their food and they're all going to die. I don't know what they have. According to this guy. Who, who's to make that decision? Justin Trudeau. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you, that's who would make that decision. Even 20 years from now, it's I mean, Justin hopefully Trudeau. he's gone by then. But look, you can be uh, king of Canada for as long as you want. That's true. He's, he's said, not lying. I was thinking about how there's two movies going on. You know, that, that sort of analogy of news and people thinking one thing. Two movies going on? What are you not two, getting, two Simon? There's look two the movies going on. The same situation have two different stories about what's going on. Okay, there. gotcha. Two possible outcomes. Old people with money are mainstream. They still watch TV, the news. Yep. They do all the traditional things. And they have most of the money and they vote. They turn up for things. Yep. And then there's another half of the world that's on the YouTube, on the internet, on the, like, they're, they're, they're seeing the world in a whole different way. Okay. I mean, the fact that you called it the YouTube makes me feel like you're one of the old people that watches the news. But okay. I, I was trying to make a point. But anyways, I'm in the middle. We're we're in the middle. All those people are going to die. Yeah. The traditional. So the pushback, we're like, what is right? What is wrong? Is is about to open up like a can of worms. We're going to feel more alienated by our surroundings and the rules and what people do than we did as we're about to become these old people that are all going to be gone 25 years. Hopefully we're here in 25 years, but we'll be the oldest people of the population. Yeah. In 25 yeah, the, I, years, our opinion won't matter. At all. Hope you have some money. I was going to say, if you have money, then your voice can change. Uh, and then 22 under for a while. is the smallest population. 22 and under is the small okay. And they are all gaming and communicating. Like they're the least prone to have families and procreate and knock each other up and just do what we've done to get us here. So I think he's sort of skid over. It's going to happen. Like we're going, population is going to go down and it's going to be different because all our systems are based on growth. So I agree with him here. But then there's um, immigration which we talked about last week. That's how you solve this problem. And we are prone to immigrate more than other countries will have immigration. Yeah, we have pretty op- we have fairly open borders. I can't believe it was Joe Biden that said it, but he did a speech. He said, if you, it, we've got a lot of problems here or whatever, but he said, if you took a poll and you could be anywhere in the world and you could go somewhere, I think most people would want to go to America. And I, th- I think that's true. Yeah. Unless you, I mean, you're happy here, but most people, that's where they'd want to go. I would still, if they offered me a free green card, I would take it in a fucking hot minute. You would leave here to go live in America? I'm just saying, if they offered me a free green card yeah, where no. I could choose to, if I wanted, you go, would yeah, go, Where sure. would you live? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd, uh, there's definitely a part of me that's like, I will have to move to Florida for half the year at some point in my life. But so you would go somewhere hot. You'd probably yeah. go to Austin. So our theory is if you can get there by boat, you should get a green card. And I stand by that. I mean, it's not mine. It's Shelsey's, but so it makes as sense. Long right? as if you can, can walk across there. a bridge and get to another place, you should get a green card. That too. Yeah. Because then you could just walk from Detroit to uh, Windsor. Maybe we'll have to uh, look at that. But um, this guy was just a douchebag. <laughs> uh, that doesn't mean what he said isn't true or takes away a thing. I found him very compelling. I didn't get a lot of douchebaggery, but he didn't see the ponytail, so he didn't I have did a not preconceived see. The ponytail. See, that's, that's, that's condescending. Huge. 
Um, I didn't find him condescending. I found he was just telling Joe. It seemed like he had a lot of information in a short period of time. He was only there for two hours. So, If you do like him, he's got a YouTube channel where he spouts all this stuff. On I'll never basis. go check him out again. <laughs> exactly. I, didn't, I didn't like him that much. <laughs> he's made some predictions, made some calls. That- yeah, he's on the clock, right, Kamar? He's got a 10-year clock. I couldn't have said better myself. If China's still around in 10 years, fuck this guy. We'll see. It's full of shit. I still give it a three. I give it a three and a I half. I give it a three. All right, well, that's an episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. This post show is going to be fire, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. Head, o- head over to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast if you want to listen to the post shows, the show for the show we shoot the shit. You'll also get old and new episodes of This One Age Well. The show where we go back, listen to old episodes, and do the same goddamn thing we do here. Also, thank you to our sponsor, BetterHelp. Go check them out. There will be a link in the description. And we have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to go watch clips of the show, maybe hit like, maybe subscribe. I don't know. I don't care. Do what you want. Smash that smash button. Yeah, smash that smash button. Exactly. Uh, That's it. We hope you have a great week. We hope you have a great weekend. And as usual... Keep your eyes open.